What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Energized. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the internationally known Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne and this is the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Coach Alini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Radamus, and you're in the desert storm bunker with none other than EWF, that is every woman's fantasy, also known as the whole effing show. Also known as the CEO, Niggero of Fixes Binds LLC, the unbinder, the undebatable, the undisputed, best edutainment here on YouTube, Mr. Third Leg Greg himself. That's what the ladies love to call me. All right, they also like to call me Gregorio Greybeard. And also, the did I say the Morpheus of the Morning Matey Matrix? I also have to tell you that I am none other than CGA, C God Allah, the Black Moses of this, the Deliverer. And all of my nicknames, the man with more nicknames than anyone in the game. And what did I forget? The chocolate of Confucius. And never forget, I'm the 10-time demonetized champion of YouTube. We got a great show for you today. Thank you for allowing me the evening off. Yesterday, I went to the Raiders-Chargers game. And oh, what a night. I'm going to tell you, man, I was there on Sunday. They were playing the Vikings. They scored no points. Nobody scored any points until the last two minutes of the game. All right, which was a a field goal to win it. Oh, but I showed up not excited, not over enthusiastic to go to this game. It was a Thursday night game. I don't like to have stuff in the middle of my week like that. But anyway, went to the game and the Chargers. <laughs> Shout out to the Los Angeles Chargers. Man, I never seen an ass whooping like that. That was an ass whooping. And all I got to say is. Raiders. Raiders. Where KT King at? KT King, where you at? KT King is, man, 42-0 at halftime. 63-21. to All right. The rest of the game, it was interesting to see that. I was hoping that they would break the record, and we all know, man. It's it's going to be an interesting last three games of the season. We're still in the playoff hunt. Everybody's talking positively about us. The Chargers coach, I said he was going to get fired probably at some particular point, and not that I celebrate things like this, being that I'm a former coach in the coaching profession. He's not going to stay with that team any longer. I'd be not surprised that he's not with that team probably by the middle of this afternoon. But anyway. Thank you for allowing me to get out there. And we're going to continue with this show. We got an interesting week and weekend coming up. Oh, it's the weekend. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend? Nigga? It is the weekend, and we do have an interesting week uh, weekend ahead of us. Plus, we have coming up the holiday weekend, if you will, with Christmas uh, Monday. So we are going to do on the 24th, the 12th Simps of Christmas. That is going to be my fourth annual Christmas Eve show. And I'm going to start posting over on local so we can nominate the 12 biggest simps this year. And I might have to extend it to 15 simps this year because this this category, this race is going to be crazy. Between but the black guy that married the white woman with six kids, Will Smith, you have, uh, uh, you know, Pardee, you have, uh, I mean, just, you have the, uh, I mean, just too many simps. I just can't even name them all. 
Um, and I've been done forgot doing as many shows as I've done this year, but our fourth annual 12 Simpson Christmas will go down uh, on Christmas Eve. So be prepared. I'll put a, I'll put a posting up just so you guys know that we will have a show that's going to be on Sunday and we'll move all our membership shows around and all that stuff. We'll get it all in. We'll get it on all on Saturday. But anyway, all right, do me a favor. We got our, our topic for the day. Our main event topic is going to be the passport bros. All right. And we're going to feature a video by a content creator named zoom to Thailand. And he says that there's some black women. There's some sisters that are following men around that have followed and located the passport bros and brought that drama over to Thailand. All right. Give them an L for that. All right. Why are you debate? Why are we debating? Listen, shout out to the passport bros. All right. You guys know I'm original, original, uh, before the before it went viral, uh, before the passport bro thing went viral, in my book, the free agent lifestyle portions of my book here was to get your passport. This was printed out in 2018, and uh, just as a, a means to show you, uh, right there in traveling, right there in the travel section, right there on page 37, and it says, and I quote, "All right, don't get one items for one location that you live in. Break up the monotony and travel. Get your passport, buy a ticket, get a map." or hire a tour guide and see how big the world is and so forth and so on. So that was an advisement that I have. In fact, the cover is right there on the bottom right-hand portion of your screen with a man traveling free agent lifestyle. And we do it for life. Uh, With that being said, and I'll remind you guys later of that, uh, the Passport Bros have been a growing movement, mostly of black men that have been getting out of what they call the matrix. And they're like, hey, there's women out here, more women for us in a way that will treat us better than the treatment that we're getting here. And this has rubbed people the wrong way. It's rubbed men the wrong way. It's rubbed women the wrong way. And in essence, these men have traveled for a variety of purposes. And I don't, I don't, I don't think, you know, that should be our concern because people have done this for the entire, uh, our entire, you know, since we've been a species on this planet, people have relocated for purposes of sex, recreational sex, love sex, intimacy, or whatever it is, treatment, and so forth and so on. All right, this is not new. This is not new, but it, it is new to the American black male. We've been pretty, pretty much as American black men stuck here, all right, and stuck here in duty and utility only for have, only for uh, the feminist movement to kind of uh, divide the the black man and the black woman. So the growing movement of the passport blow, bro and the exposure that it's gotten on the internet has definitely rubbed people the wrong way. Sadly, though, Zoom to Thailand later on in the video, uh, in this video, he's going to discuss a, a discussion that he's having with a sister from America. And he's insinuating they're stalking and coming and bringing the debate over to where these men have gone to to get what they want out of this life. What an absolute disgrace. All right, what an absolute disgrace. But by the way, that's going to be later in the third hour of today's show. So if you uh, come in for that particular subject and you're new to my format, I do an entire show. I do a variety of shows. So you got to have to buckle up your seatbelt. We will have timestamps on there. So if you only, only want to hear that subject matter, that's going to be later in the show. This weekend, we will have clips up of these uh, certain segments from the week 
We will have them up. They will be running on one of my five channels, CGA Reacts, CGA Quick Hits, Coach Greg Adams' channel, and the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Those are my replay channels. And by the way, you can click the link in the description box below to find those. And uh, yeah, maybe you can wait until I clip and edit it and post it. Other than that, we got other great segments for today's show. We got a black woman that says, now nah, I'm not attacking black women today, although it's Flatback Friday. We have a black woman that says she's dated a white man and she called him master and she allowed him to call her uh, a renegger. Yes. Anyway, anyway, a lot of people think I'm saying the wrong word. I'm not talking about the real N word. Anyway, we're going to give you an update on the Ruby Rose stalker. Apparently, it was fake news. We have the dead demons, women in college, like are, are like oil and blood, oil and water at this particular point. All the single ladies, we have Strag One Sniggle Theater, Doom and Gloom. We have a great show for you playing today, but do me a favor, hit the like button. Hit the like button. Hit the like button. It's a contributor to today's show. Dollar Sign, the Notorious CGA on the Cash App. Coach Greg Adams TV. On Venmo, PayPal is paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams and that be pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the Notorious new, 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 new world CGA order. channel. It may be a long show as well. My shows have been going long and long, but you guys have been watching and watching. All right. It's always a um, it's always a concurrent viewership of over 2000 plus that are still watching me at hour four. So I keep it going. All right. If you don't like it, you don't like it. And I understand if you don't have time. You don't have time. Let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. All right, and hit the like button. Albert Wesker says, if men with leverage and option move to the moon, XXs will go to the moon. This is a fact. This is a fact. They going to go wherever you're going to go. And the funny thing about it is uh, some of the, some we'll talk about this because we have some single women here that are going to express their concerns about the single uh, the dating marketplace. Uh, but I'm, I'm of the opinion that black women got their shit ass backwards. They, they do their shit ass backwards. They be 38, 40, 45 trying to make shit work and make love work. All right. And what men need to do ladies. I mean, I'm going to tell you, I'm not here to tell you it's, it's a wrap for you already. Mm. It ain't going to work. You're going to be single and lonely ass. Carrie Hilton, Carrie Hilson, Carrie Hilson. How old's Carrie Hilson? She's out here. <laughs> Carrie Hilson. All right, how many, how many times have I talked about that Carrie Hilson? She's a good-looking woman. But even Carrie Hilson out here running around talking about, I'm beginning to believe love is not going to happen for me. Well, what did you think? Mm. Now, Delulu is the Salulu. Did you really think? Did you really think? I mean, you had several men you could have made it lurk, work with. Not only that, you came out later and said, you wanted Pookies and Ray Rays and killers and drug dealers and gorillas and Godzillas. That's what you said you wanted. And then guess what? Now you're like, I'm beginning to think I will never find the love that I want. She's 40 years old. Pack it up. Pack it up. You practice at this point. You're practice. All right. It ain't happening for you. It ain't if it ain't happened, you you already had the best possible picks that you can possibly have had, Carrie Hilson. You're attractive. You've been in the industry. You've had exposure. Hey, pack it up. <laughs> it ain't happening for you. Shut your ass up. Hey, Carrie Hilson, this is what I got to tell you right now. I don't <laughs> give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. Man, cut her off, bro. Cut, cut her whole internet off at this particular point. Pack it up. It ain't happening for you, bro. <laughs> All right. Now, with that being said, Carrie Hilson, you can come over. 
and I can push your insides to your esophagus. That can happen. I'm just letting you know. It ain't like you can't get throttled. I will. I will hit that belly button. I will hit that bottom. All right. So now don't confuse that with my love and don't confuse that with the fact that I told you to pack it up and wrap that shit up. Let's wrap this shit up. But I will put, I will put, (laughs) I will hit that bottom. All right. So at the end of the day, but that don't mean you have much value. Bring that little pretty old face over here. Bring that little pretty old face over here so I can deliver the CGA serum. All right. That could happen. Anyway, I will put you in the 10 toes up game. All right. But as a, as, as you, you getting anything other than that, it ain't happening. All right. <laughs> All right. So don't get it twisted, gentlemen. I'm not saying she's not usable. She's a good practice. All right. Come on, man. Anyway, <laughs> I will hit that bottom. All right. Anyway, this show's already off the rail. Shout out to Everett Walker says, Morning, CGA. You mentioned the book Manipulated Man this week. I tried to find it. Amazon and eBay banned it. Shaking my head. Yeah. I got a copy. You got to get a copy, man. They banned it. <laughs> All right. That's crazy. All right. Plain Eddie says, uh, you were going in on ninjas yesterday, coach. Just showing some love. All right. They hard-headed ass. Hard-headed. Francine is in the building. She says, I got another job. Shout out to the daddy government. All right. There. Shout new, out to new, you. New, new, new. She says, shout out to Zaddy out here. Daddy Daddy government. You're going to be able to listen to my show, Francine, while you're at your job. All right, don't get fired. But this is a sister that's been here supporting the show. Congratulations, too. Congratulations on on your new job. MC Hamster says, today's show, one hour for each Raiders touchdown. All right, man, how many touchdowns did they have? I know the quarterback threw four. Then we had two defensive touchdowns. It was like I was in the twilight zone. I was like, where am I? (laughs) This is not the team that I know, especially after that Sunday game. All right, shout out to Mr. Albert says, why are they worried about what pass pro bros do? They have plenty of greyhounds here. Mm. Yeah, the irony of the people who are against the passport bros, I never understood the heat that the passport bros got. I never understood it. Now, that's not to say that I was in agreement with everything they they do. I can find fault in everything, even myself. Well, there's not much fault, but that is what it is. All right, but but people, I I never understood what the problem was, you know, because I'm a black man. I mean, my skin is brown, all right, but, and I know what black men have to go through with dealing with dating black women in the community. There's some men who love black women. They love them, okay? Like, they can't live without them. It's not me. I'm not one of them. Ninja, I've been around the world. I didn't have the 32 flavors and shit like that. Like, I can deal without them. I can be like, I've already moved on from them in a sense where I'm not dependent on them. I'm not dependent on what they believe. And I left that alone when I was, like, 16 years old. So, it ain't never been a problem for me. I never really associated myself with them. All right, but... I mean, that's not to say I haven't messed with any. It's just that I don't depend on them. I don't, like, you know, depend on the fact that I got to have one or I'll have no women. Like, I've never had that. You know, when I was 16, that shit was gone a long time ago. All right, but there's a lot of black men that have to, you know, they've lived their entire adult life, and black women have been their only option. But oddly enough, (laughs) these men have sought out the fact. they, They have to deal with being rejected and humiliated in this country, Forced upon utility, 
And then all of a sudden, they're like, well, if I'm not welcome here, I'll go where I'm celebrated. Now, whatever they're doing over there, everybody knows what this is. And your Puritan minds now to tell men that they're tricked. Oh, these guys are tricking. And these guys want traditional weak women. Like, what? What? Like, what is that any of your business? Like, <laughs> why is that anybody's business as to how they're associating over there? Because just as put it like this, black women been prostituting themselves over here. Like, what are we talking about? They've just been out here. You know, we had they, pookies are over there. Passport pookies are over there. Passport bros, lonely heart. Just, let's, what are we doing? Like, why, why, are they, why are they all up in ninja's business all the time? Ninja don't win. And this is a whole thing. I'm going to save it for later. I'm going to save it for later. Shout out to KT King. Shout out to KT King. He says, and he's a Los Angeles Chargers fan. He says, salute to you, CGA. Big win for the Raiders. I think that's KT. But it just says KT. All right. Anyway, somebody says, I need that melanin. All right. He needs the melanin. Uh, There's melanin all over the world, man. Uh, the American black woman has been traumatized to an extent where I think just as a, you know, an outside observer, I think a lot of them are damaged beyond repair. All right. Or as they say in the military, FUBAR, effed up beyond all repair. Now, they need some time to heal. And I think Generation Z black women, as long as they don't fall into this mental health bullshit, I think they can recover. And in fact, I think the nor- the modern day American black from the Generation Z culture, they really don't deal with some of the trauma that we've dealt with as the African-Americans. Yeah, I, this is a great subject. Oh, look at my african yeah, they, don't, they don't care about all that bullshit. Are you the greatest? You know what and I'm do talking you, about? And, and do you, can you, can you blame them? They're like, all that shit y'all talking about is long gone. That's past history. Yeah, that's all long gone. So, Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Deshaun Rose says, good morning, coach. I'm on the road, but tuned in. Go Raiders. Shout out to Everett Walker says, coffee on me. Shout out to y'all brothers, man. Thank you for the support of this show. All right. I work hard to keep it going, and I appreciate the viewership and the support, the support for the Baby Mama Terrorist Fund because a child is a terrible thing to alienate and we keep that shit going despite the fact that the pocket watchers and the private investigators is in here watching the show. All right, a couple more and then I'm going to get it going. Shout out to Lyle Pocket says, Yo, Coachy, does the song White Christmas really mean no ninjas? It does mean a white woman, so that is what it is. And shout out to Chris A says, Of course, they're going to stalk us free agents. They have no choice. Time waits for no man and no woman waits for a man with time on his hands. Let's get to work and finish the week strong. Coach Gang Yang. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? And I will be remiss if I forgot to say that it is Flatback Friday. Hello. Let's get it going, ladies. Here we go. Service with a smile and a little bit of cheerleading. All right, and that's what I'm saying here, and I wish I could play the music in the background, but I can't because it's copywritten. All right, but Flatback Friday, it is. Long hair, ribbons in their hair, smiles. All right, that's what I'm talking about, and soggy titties. All right, that's what I'm talking about, that sloppy yogurt moving around, pancakes for everybody, tall, lean machines, all leggy leggies. 
Get them leggy leggies out, girl. And this is how I want that energy. If it ain't like this, I don't want it. I don't want no depressed bitches. I don't want no women uh, not smiling. I don't want no feminist. I want cheerleaders in my category. I want cheerleaders in my corner. Oh, yes. And this is allegedly in Ukraine while ninjas is getting bombed over Baghdad. These girls don't give a fuck. All right. These girls is like smile service with a smile. All right. Ninjas be like, you like women like this? I like my woman strong, independent, and smart. I don't. I don't need a woman. They be like, you need a woman that can challenge you. I don't care about no challenging. Ninja, I'm not here for no women to challenge me. I'm here for a woman to be a cheerleader on my court. Yeah, come on, baby. Come on, bring it. All them hairs and all them little trestles and curls in their head. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Give me them pale skin flatbacks in here. It is Flatback Friday. Get it, girls. Get it, girls. Show me. Show me. Show me. They all cheerleading for CGA over there in Ukraine. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Yes, indeed. That's how I want it, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't want no hard-ass faces. I don't want no bitches out here going through diddle with the trauma of our slave past. I don't need none of that. I don't need none of that. All right, anyway. Yeah, we don't want them, I have a PhD bronze. We don't want them, I've flown myself to Paris and all that. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. Indeed, Ninja. And we, that's what we want, Ninja. I want cheerleaders. Ninja, I want you to pet me up. I want you to you know, massage my shoulders. You know what I mean? I need a service with a smile. I need you to drop that neck. That's what I need you to do. I don't need all this challenging me. I've been challenged by the world. Look at me, mate. Look at me, mate. Anyway. Let's get into the show right here. What are we doing here? Doom and gloom? Do we have doom and gloom CGA? I'm asking my assistant. We do. We have doom and gloom CGA. Let's go. Doom and gloom CGA back in here. This is a segment that we run over here. Doom and gloom. Take a look. There's a presidential race going on right now, and I want to know, I want you to know that shit's going to get weird here in 2024, and if you're just fighting my show, believe me, I predicted that this weirdness was going to be here for a long time, and we are at the point of no return, and we're going into a new world, if you will. New, 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 new President world. candidate Vivek, Vivek Ramaswamy, I can't never pronounce his name, but that's what he'll be called. He had a presidential townhome, townhouse. Uh, with this sister. All right, you can't resist her. We got a flatback sister out here. Shout out to her and her wig. All right, but Vivek had a presidential townhouse in Des Moines, Iowa, if you don't know. Very important place to kick off people's presidential run, especially here in December going into the early parts of uh, February and March, April. This is where you're going to survive. Well, Vivek, I don't know, man. He might be an industry plant. He might be somebody that's trying to, uh, you know, backdoor his way into the spot. I don't care what you think about him. This isn't about him. This is about this exchange here. And this exchange was relation to the January 6th event. Now, a lot of people think that this was a crazy, terrible time in our country. Ninja, I can name five or ten other terrible things that, is, that I put as terrible events in our country other than that one. Now, Vivek's going to challenge CNN new, 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 new world order. and this sister's going to have a meltdown and her earpiece is going to go crazy. Vivek's going to challenge the idea of what the January 6th was, whether you believe it or not. That's not the point. But I want you to see what free speech looks like. Let's go ahead and roll the film. The U.S. Capitol. 
Are you concerned that a convicted felon like that is now promoting your comments in court? So here's my concern, Abby. And I want to tell you guys where I'm at. If you had told me, it's close to three years ago that January 6, 2021 happened. If you had told me three years ago, back when I was a biotech CEO, not steeped in this world, I was just consuming passive media, but was focused on my world of developing medicines. If you had told me that January 6 was in any way an inside job, the subject of government entrapment, I would have told you that was crazy talk. Fringe conspiracy theory nonsense. New, 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 new world order. I can tell you now, having gone somewhat deep in this, it's not. I mean, uh, the reality is uh, this. We do have a government, first of all, we have to acknowledge that has lied to us systematically over uh, the last several years new, new, about the origin new, of COVID-19. About the Hunter Biden laptop that we were told was oh, false no. by 51 CIA experts and otherwise before we now know that it was true. Oh, no. You can go new, straight new, down new, the list new, of new, Trump, new Russia, order. disinformation, collusion hoax. Oh, oh, no. Now we come to January 6th. <laughs> the reality is we Jeez. know that there were federal law enforcement agents in that field. We don't know. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Sister said I ain't going for that. She was like, oh, oh the humanity. All right. Uh, now, now what you're going to see is them producers at CNN is tearing that earpiece up. They like cut that ninja mic off. All right. They like, yo, what in the hell? He done went off script. All right. Damn. He didn't attack COVID. He attacked the Bunner Hunter Bunner hiding laptop. Every damn thing, the the Russian collusion hoax. I mean, this brother and I here don't went off script. All right, new, 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 new he went order. there. This ninja about to get the JFK head part. All right, come on, man, and they don't do that no more. They don't they don't part your head no more. They just assassinate your character. But this sister about to have a earpiece meltdown. Her producers are about to go ham. Take a look. Gonna, I'm going to go ahead and interrupt you here because because you're I know this that there establishment were, doesn't approve of this you're message. Saying I know that there this, were federal we agents. Be able to talk about this. You're saying that there were federal this is, agents. This is important to talk about. This, you this are saying important. there were federal agents in the crowd on on, yes. on January 6th. Yep. There is no evidence that there were federal agents in the crowd on January so, 6th. So why, before Congress went pressed on what the number was, they didn't say there were none. They just couldn't so say how many there were. So you're saying that there's no, that you have not seen evi any evidence so that we've there seen, were. Uh, she's so stuttering. We've seen multiple informants suggesting that there were. We know people were, we know people were FBI informants who were asking. Is there any evidence? Let me clarify. Uh, I know it's very uncomfortable. I'm going to clarify my question. This is an uncomfortable issue for many people, but we have to do the truth I'm going to clarify my question because I want to make sure that you understand. Man, boy, they tear her air piece up they may cut that ninja off they like i don't give a fuck what you think bitch cut that bitch off next caller she starts stuttering the abba dabba 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 dot her producer like cut that mother so god tell him this put in that tell him there's no evidence all right that ninja all right that sister about to lose her job oh lord have mercy here we go she's shuffling her ass off oh, I, I understand this deeply and i told you i was where with you three years the, ago i'm not there now where is the evidence yes where is the evidence that oh. the government had a plot so an inside job. But no, no, I'm going to tell you what inside job to is because I'm not going to. I'm not violence on January 6th. Uh, I'm not going to let you put words in my that. mouth. I'm yeah. going to put my words in my mouth. Oh. And I'm going to tell you what, what I mean by the that. Evidence and wait a minute. Was involved Entrapment. In planning or executing okay. January 6th. See, she's asking a specific question. Her, her question, if you guys want to see the video, uh, it's all around the internet. This town hall, I think, happened last night uh, while I was watching the Raiders. But. She's like, she's sitting there. She's asking him a specific question. What that mean? Where is the evidence, which is a question that has been used by people. When you raise any concerns, they say, well, there's no evidence. All right. <laughs> not that you're right. Not that there weren't. There's no evidence. All right. There's no evidence of 
election interference. There's no evidence of Hunter Biden like that. There's no evidence of C-19 poke this. There's no evidence of informants. Well, he ended up pulling out his evidence. And while he did that, I'll show a little bit more. While he did that, she proceeded to cut his punk ass off. All right, here we go right here. So I'm going I'm to give you I'm going to give you hard facts. And, and if I may, Abby, I know this is going to be a little uncomfortable. Oh, we're going to we're going to go through this and you can and you can you can push just back on it. For after the evidence. That. And you can push just, back. Yeah, on. just waiting for the evidence. You see, the semantics are important there. Just waiting for the evidence. Just waiting for the evidence. There's no evidence. Show me the evidence. All right. I've obviously he's don't have no evidence. Nobody has the evidence. Oh, let me go in my back pocket. All right. Let me get the stats. Let me let me get the video in my, my, my back pocket. All right, and so you know, look at her right now. She's looking at her sheet. Let me find what else can I use on him? Mm. Just wait. There's no evidence. You didn't, you didn't show me no evidence. There was no evidence. There was no. It, see, that's a that's a tactic. It's a semantic argument, and it is definitely in bad faith. Anybody that uses that argument is arguing in bad faith. All right, but anyway, he was like, this is going to be uncomfortable for you. <laughs> All right, but just to let you know, this is different than what you've seen before. But it's, a, it's an indicator of where we are in our world. All right. And so whatever your opinion of these political figures are, I'm not very much um, trusting of any of these political figures. None of them, none of them uh, will make me say, I believe him 100% and this guy none. All right. But what you're seeing is political theater. You're seeing these people challenging each other. You're seeing a power struggle. And none of these people have my vote 100%. As to me, meaning what it's going to impact for me. This is a power struggle between powerful people who are trying to maintain power. So, you know, who cares? Who cares about now? There, there's reason to care. But what I'm saying is people are trying to say, he's this and he's that. I don't care. All right. I don't care. They're all in bad faith to me. They're all in it for power. They're all in it for their own selfish purpose and greed. They're all in it for that. But I love that he's able to do this and cause this type of chaos because that's what's needed. That's what's needed. That's exactly what's needed. I love that. And so much for free speech. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> All right, so much for free speech. All right, uh, tactics as well, tactics. This is also why I tend to not debate. All right, because people debate in bad faith. They gave them a platform and then wanted to shut them up. Now, that ain't how it's going to be. Anyway, let's get to this one right here. Doom and gloom CGA. Single women are more rent burdened than single men. Oh, are you serious? Oh, the humanity. All right. There's always these articles that pop up. Of course, when the economics were good, more women buy more homes than men. Women outnumber men in employment. Women are out here having more degrees. But when the economics start going bad, here we go. They'd be like, oh, my God, it's horrible out here for us. We got to pay more rent. We have a pink pussy tax. All right, everything. It's always, we pay more in haircuts. It's unfair. And the reality is we have to understand about women. They always going to look at it from we're getting the short end of the stick. All right, it's going to be something against us. They're kind of like, um, well, dare I say black men. Black men kind of operate this way as well. And they're feminine. Like, it's hard against us. All right, man, shut your asses up and get to work. All right, it is what it is. All right, make something out of it anyway. But single women are more rent burdened than single men. Well, could it be the fact that y'all all want to live in the lap of luxury in these so-called luxury apartments and ninjas is out here living with a decent apartment, 450 square feet. They got a damn one chair and they got, what are you doing? You guys are choosing. You guys are choosing to live like this. 
I mean, I could go through the article. A new study puts a spotlight on the challenges faced by female renters living alone. <sighs> Is it because you want to stay in Southern California and you don't want to adapt your lifestyle? Okay. Now he's talking about it's more rent laden. All right. It's more expensive. Is it because you want to live in New York City and be Carrie from Sex in the City? Is it because you want to live in Miami and put Botox in your hair to attract the best man? You guys are choosing this shit. This is a choice. They're always a victim. Mm. Why don't you become some wife? No, we got to adapt it so it's easier for them, even though they choose the hardest route, which is to remain single. It's going to be more expensive for you. Not many people are going to cover your expenses. You don't have a husband to fall back on. Fish get the work. Always complaining. And this is why they be in a bind. This is why we have. This is why we have the monetized woman. This is why we have the monetized woman because these women think they can make it out on their own. They think they marry Tyler Moore. This Mary Tyler Moore ain't real. Mm. Diane Carroll ain't real. Living single ain't real. Sex in the city ain't real. Vision ain't real. Mm. <laughs> Beyonce live with a husband. Cardi B at one point lived with a husband. This shit ain't real. You think this shit is going to be cosmopolitans and sitting in hotel restaurants, drinking and partying, going to clubs, all right, living in nice apartments and decorating your shit with Ikea furniture? Say no, dream. Get to work out here, bitch. It takes a lot of money to stay single. Man, these people crazy. That's doom and gloom CGA. Here we go right here. I don't know what happened there. I don't know what happened. I was like pressing buttons and my buttons didn't work. All right. Anyway, uh, let me check what's going on here. Anyway, I was, that caught me off guard. <laughs> I was ready to go. Straggle and Snickle Theater coming up. All right. Uh, what do we got coming up here? We got Straggle and This is going to be a long show. I'm just letting you know. All right. Just letting you know, getting y'all buckling your seatbelts up. All right. We do have one, two, three, four. We got a couple of PayPal's. Right, let me, let me get to them. Let me get to them. All right, and my air conditioning don't seem to be on. All right, shout out to Mo, Mo, Maurice Mo. Shout out to you. You didn't say nothing, so I'm going to keep it going. Appreciate you for being here. Moose Hefner jumps in here. What did Moose Hefner say? Moose Hefner says, uh, when women ask you what do you do for a living, say, I live. For For real, yes. All right, I actually had to go through that conversation with a lot of people as to uh, what surface-level conversation is and what is in-depth conversation. All right, a date is not an interview. A date is to develop. You know, a lot of people think it's about chemistry as well. I think there is to see if there's any connection, right, from the beginning so we don't waste time. Everybody's awkward, but if I'm going to just sit down and, and interview you, I think those are the worst dates, and this is why people struggle. Even food dates, sitting down opposed to each other, Sitting down across from each other also develops uh, defenses, right? Especially with a table between. So, I mean, like, that's what you would do in a job interview. People can create power dynamics. I often say go around walking, mini golf. I know a lot of people have taken that suggestion from me and made it a suggestion of their own or used their own experience to say that. All right, moving around, doing something, fair, festival, um, you know, carnival. These type of things is the best type of dates to get to know someone asking a person especially a man what do you do for a living invites um 
invite say this it, it's a disingenuous feeling you're you're coming from it trying to um shop me and then you also are trying to lean into trying to impress me with what you do and it creates comparison and competition right that's not what we're here for especially in the early points of our uh, development now of course you can probably tell if a person's doing well for themselves or not and um, if they're not living and displaying the certain lifestyle that you would want, you can automatically dismiss him. Meaning if he got his pants sagging off his ass, right, more than likely he's probably not going to be career oriented like you want. You could just dismiss it just based on the look. This ninja got a dingy ass apartment. All right. He got a bed on the floor. Yeah. I mean, that could tell you you're not going there. But if you already see he's clean, presenting well he speaks well if you will and that's what you're looking for and you're not looking for pookie today you're looking for a good man you already can know that you should already be able to see that all right anyway it's a low level conversation all right what are we doing here kaylin says what's up coach i have a solution to solve this sigma is it sigma or stigma stigma around sex and women being labeled 304s in salutes he says women should have sex with every guy that hits on them and never require a relationship or even dates. <laughs> I don't know where we're going with that. I don't like what are we talking about here? Wait a minute. Hold up for a second. What that mean? <laughs> That's not gonna work. All right, what are we doing here? Okay. Oh, okay. All right, shout out to Vanny Bands. Let me go here. I think it meant stigma. All right, shout out to uh, Newski. He says CGA is the truth speaker. He says can't let them silence the real. Also, will you review Anton and Yada's uh, debate still? I'm going to do it today. It's on, my, it's on my list. Although, you know what I mean? The show gets, you know what I mean? The show gets long, so I have to trim, trim the fat sometimes. But it is on the docket. It is on the docket for me to review it. Shout out to Jahari Russell says Raiders. All right, shout out to the Raiders. And Jay Cool says, I don't know what he says yet. It's not coming up on my screen. Jay Cool says, turns out that it was not a waste of time going to the game. Yeah, now the Bills need to take care of business. And the Bills are coming back. Bills Mafia. Uh, some of these teams were dead in the water about five weeks ago. Now all of a sudden. It's a different game. I know I thought it was going to be a waste of time, and it wasn't. I got to see a record broken. Let me see if I can get a couple Super Chats before we get into it. Shout out to uh, Delta Fox. I met someone yesterday who didn't understand time zones. It didn't bother me that he was dumb, but uh, that he was black with a college degree. And by the way, just so you know, Delta Fox is a woman. You don't have to A-yo chill, all right? I don't know. Listen. A-yo chill, son. A-yo. All right, right, because people are like... and Delta Fox is also, as I call her, uh, in the, well, uh, a Lily Lint liver, liquor. All right, but all right. Anyway, but just so we know, she just said she met a person, not that she met a person to date. However, they didn't understand time zones. Uh, I know people like this, and people have strengths and weaknesses. Uh, time zone is one of those things I would think that you would know about. All right, but um, I know people who don't, who aren't, aren't. Uh, they don't know directions. They don't know directions like they north, south, east, west. Like if you said, if you stood them there and you said, um, it's California to the west. I'm sorry, it's California to the east or the west. Like they wouldn't know if they were standing in the middle of the country in Topeka, Kansas. <laughs> you said it's California to the west or the east. I mean, they wouldn't even know. In fact, I know people 
I know people uh, that uh, she says I'm a fence jumper. She she's a bisexual. I I always tell lesbians because they'd be like I'm a lesbian. I know lots of lesbians in my life. All right, they they bisexual. They ain't no lesbian. All right, she's a Lily Lint liquor. All right, anyway, she's a great supporter. She's been around for a long time, so she know what I'm saying is all in love. All right, but um, we call him a lick him low lover. But uh, what was I saying? Oh, a lot of people don't know directions. You'd be like, uh, go to the west, go to the east, go to the north, go to the south. They'd be completely confused. So I, it's understandable. Uh, time zones, <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I don't, I'm very geographically um, sound. My geography is pretty good. I can probably name a lot of things that people don't know geographically, especially when it comes to the United States. There's some people that don't know the difference between Washington State and Washington, D.C., they have no clue. It doesn't add up. I mean, I know people who were saying, I'm going to go to Washington State. And then they be asking me to see things in Washington, D.C. I'll be like, bruh. And then they be, I mean, I've, I've heard people say some shit like this. I'm like, <laughs> like, that is, that floors me. That, I mean, but again, I'm more interested in geography. I've been good at geography since I was like in the third grade. I can put all the states Already knew where the states, the capitals, and all that stuff. And by the way, I've been to 49 of the 50 states. So in almost every major city you can think of in the United States. I'm well-traveled, especially in the United States when it comes here. All right, I've been to almost everything. I don't, this is why people are like, well, you're used to California. I've been everywhere. And I lived in seven, seven major cities or seven cities, eight. I think eight cities, seven states. Lived. And I lived in every time zone, every region. I know what every climate is. All right, I got it down packed. So never try to come over here and say, well, you you from Las Vegas, so you don't know. (laughs) I've done there, man. I've been there, done that. Don't try to fool me, Ninja. And shout out to Memphis. All right, let me get back to the show. Uh, But there are some people that are really geographically uh, challenged. And it's weird to me. It is definitely weird. But let's get the straggle and snickle theater before we get out of hand here. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick, you can get high with me, that's a deal, right? Strike on Snickle Theater is back. All right, let's hit the like button. Let's hit the like button. Almost 2,000 people in here, by the way. If you're here for the Passport Bros, that will be closer to hour number three, just to let you know I'm trying to be fair to you. Strike on Snickle Theater here. Um, we have a woman, somebody's auntie, who's going to tell women how to pop their, well, let me, let me go here. She says you better duck, and she's going to teach women how to pop their punani. Here we go. He better duck, cover. Somebody's son in trouble. When I pop and shoot, he better duck, cover. Somebody's son in trouble. Oh, I the He better duck, cover. He better duck, cover. When I pop and shoot, he better duck, cover. Oh, Jesus. Let's go, ladies. Somebody's 
Oh my goodness, I'm gonna tell you something right there. Man, look at this boy. Imagine coming home to that. Imagine coming home to that. That's what you about to beat up. All right. She's a good I think she's a comedian as well. She's definitely not in the uh not embarrassed to humiliate herself. Look at that body, right? Look at that body right there. These are the women be out here talking shit about passport bros, telling them that they shame on them for going over to Thailand. All right, shame on them. Your tricks. Like, look at this. You want you want you want these ninjas to marry women like this? Come on, man. This is sad. This is sad. Hey yo, chill, son. Hey yo. The funk of forty thousand years. Yes, indeed. I'll pass on that. Those are the those are the women men be like. You need to date someone your own age, course, coach. I'll be like, no, thank you. No, thank you. Them little women my age right there. All right. We have um, a guy who has broken down a video. that It's not edited very well, but it says right here, be a white man's piece. This is it looks like a black woman here. Uh, a strag at that. A straggle, as we call them over here. She says, be a white man's piece. All right. Interesting. I want to play the video, but another woman's going to appear on the screen. And she has something interesting to say. Uh, the people who are worried about swirling and divesters, this will be a video for you. I don't care about interracial dating, but I found this to be quite humorous. Black women, if you want to date outside of your race, you need to be disciplined. When they say we're going to the gym at 530 in the morning, you better be up at five o'clock getting ready. They are not going to deal with the lack of discipline and what we make black men put up with, they are not going to go for that. And what we make black men put up with, they are not going to go for that. What we make black men put up with, they are not going to go for that. What that mean? Wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> oh, man. Now, again, this is why ninjas is getting a passports, right? This is this is to be the example as to why. Now, this is ridiculous, right? And I know that, you know, people are going to try to find a way to uh, confirm that what she's saying here. And what she's saying is absolute right, right? I told you about the curious relationship between black men. I mean, sorry, black women and white men. I mean, they've always been their zaddy in every single way. The ownership extends to the zaddy. Indeed. All right. There's always that the black man never has owned the black woman or ever been able to oppress her in any way. Anybody that ever says so, you're a moron. And I'm not even into that type of politics. I really try to dismiss those conversations. They seem to be low grade to me, knowing that there's so many women around the world. I don't care about all that shit. All right. But to just be fair as a person, to be fair and truthful, black men and black women have never been compatible in our country. That's just that's just what happens when you've been uh, taken over as a people. So with this being said, black women have been almost uh, almost greatly loyal to white men, even though that they haven't had relationships with them, but they've been completely loyal to them to the point where they're like, oh, I'm going to be on my best behavior for Zaddy. All right. That's what it is right there. Get him, Daddy. All right. Uncle Joe. All right. Uncle Joe. That's why they be running out there voting for them white men like crazy. All right. But it is what it is. Uncle Joe. That's their zaddy ass. Get him, daddy. All right. They they don't have a problem saying. OK, daddy. All right. They don't have a problem with saying that. And look at this, man. I'm gonna, I want you to think about that. What she's saying is true, though. The, the funny thing is, I agree with what she's saying. The sad thing, the optics of the entire thing is a disgrace to men who want to be in relationships with women like this. That's a disgrace. Why can't this man get treated with respect? Is it something that he's doing specifically? I like to open up the conversation, not on my channel, but just for you guys to think about. 
black women. If you want to date outside of your race, you need to be disciplined. When they say we're going to the gym at 530 in the morning, you better be up at five o'clock getting ready. Now, here's the thing. I've even said that about myself. That's what I say about I mean, people have heard me say something similar about how women are supposed to be in my domicile be in my aura and essence. And people are like, damn, coach, you tripping. But like I said, I get up at five in the morning every morning. If a woman, if she's not up by six and actually helping me get through my day and helping me bet, better my day, she she useless to me, right? I, she ain't about to lay in bed till seven, eight, nine. I don't care if she got to go to work. She off work. She working for me. I don't care. She ain't about to lay in my bed till eight, nine, 10. All right, it ain't gonna happen. I don't give a fuck if it's Saturday or not. All right, but the funny thing is, People think I was crazy when I said that, but take a look. She's saying the exact same thing. Even when you're with a man that has influence and power and what she wants. And white, white people be up early as a motherfucker. I don't know, man. You ever lived white, white people? Like I lived in the inner city and I lived in suburbs. You go to the inner city, shit don't open till 11 o'clock. People don't get out of bed. They be eating breakfast at 11, 12. They be in their pajamas, even poor white neighborhoods. Noon. Pajamas, slippers, bonnets, wave caps, noon. If you live in the suburbs, they be up 5.30 in the morning, walking in the dark, walking their dog in the dark. They be up at Starbucks, 6 o'clock sharp, right? Going to work, all right? They be in the gym, all right? 5.15, 6, 6 o'clock, 6.30. Be in bed, like they be up. White, old white people be up 4.30 watching the sunrise, they're like, if I, stay, if I stay asleep for an extra hour, I might die in my sleep. White people be up early. <laughs> and so here it is. She's acknowledging this that, hey, if you're with the zaddy, let's get him zaddy real quick. Get him daddy. And he's up at 530. She's saying you need to be a by the way. I agree with her. But it's funny. If you was with Pookie, if you was with a regular black guy, you would call him weird. Exactly what you call me. They'd be like, you weird for this type of behavior. I'm not weird. I mean, listen. If a woman thinks she's about to sleep and stay up playing Candy Crush till 11, 11, 30, 12, drinking wine, is she just going to be sleeping? And then I got to tiptoe around the house, taking a shower. I can't drop the soap. Pause. I got to not run the water. She's like, you're running the sink water too long. 8.30 in the morning, out. She done. You, I ain't never going to have a woman say, why you got the sink water running so loud? And it's 7.30? <laughs> She best be up, but so she's right, but it's interesting the optics as to why he gets the treatment and he doesn't. Maybe somebody can type in the comment section who agrees with her on that. Interesting, right? Well, she's not the only one. We have another sister, um, according to this website, and she might be saying this just to go viral. We know that's happening here. People have time to go viral. This TikToker says she let her white ex-boyfriend call her the N-word. And slave baby while she called him Massa. Okay. When I was still in high school, I was so desperate for male validation and attention. I used to have a thing with this boy and he used to call me the N-word and I just let him. Not only did he call me the N-word, but he wanted me to call him my master as a term of endearment and I did. He'll be like, what's up, my little N-word or my little slave baby? <laughs> and I'd be like, hey, master. Unsurprisingly, it turned out he never liked me, and I was just an inside joke between his friends. 
of the humanity. <laughs> you know, uh, this does not surprise me. I mean, listen, she she was just the sex object to him, and uh, they were young and in high school, and he was living out something that he probably wanted to live out, some sort of fetish. We'll talk about fetishes in a bit. Uh, there was a fetish there. There was a sexual fetish there, and he was living that out. And also, he was making, uh, she was making sex available to him, and she probably asked for it. And she probably got orgasms. And, uh, you know, we talk about women have great fantasies and wanting to be dominated. We, we know this exists. Um, women get really funny in bed if you can stroke that punani. So, um, you know, this does happen to women will say, use me, abuse me, choke me, die, you know, all of this stuff. So they're just playing out some sort of role play fantasy, and that's what it was. And listen, I don't know, man. I mean, listen, I don't have much more to say to that, but there's a lot of dynamics historically to where this exists. And fetishes are fetishes for a reason. So this was a fetish. This would be the same as a nurse doctor uh, and all of that stuff. We got slave massa. And you actually see black men doing this as well. They'll be uh, dressing up like a runaway slave, and they'll have a white woman, and he'll be out in the, he'll be out in the cotton fields or somewhere in the the sugar canes on his knee and they'll be dressed like uh, they're in the antebellum South. The shit is wild. People have some crazy ass fetishes, fetishes. All right. People are saying that the charger coach has been fired. Not a surprise. I'm surprised they let his ass on the plane. All right. But uh, it is what it is. I'm surprised he didn't drive back. All right. By himself via Uber. All right. Moving on, man. Shout out to you brothers here. We do have the next video on straggle and sniggle theater. Oh man. We got great. Or sorry, scrap. Sorry, scrap sexuals. I have to turn the volume down on this one. Scrap sexuals here, and here we go right here. Look at this right here, gentlemen. Oh, the humanity. The nasty boys exist. Oh, that's nasty. And uh, take a look at this ninja right here, and take a look at this. You want to know why black women tend to be the most obese? And I'm not trying to target black women on my show. If you're new to me, I'm not a guy that just targets black women for no reason. Uh, but if you want to know why, and I've tried to been proved this, people haven't. You want to know why black women are the most obese in our country, statistically. It's not because they big boned it. It's because black men have no standards. Mm. And this is general. It's because black men have no standards. They'll put their dick. I'm sorry. They'll put their little punan, their little uh, thing in anything. They'll find pleasure. They tend to be, they don't care. And so the women don't care. It has a direct correlation with each other. They'll pipe down anything. It doesn't matter. All right. And so here he is. She she presented herself looking like Angel Mima, weighing 500 pounds. And look at him. The guy himself. Um, he's, you know, he could, he could, I, I call this aim low and hit. Aim low and hit. Right. And of course, he'll she probably good. It's gonna feel good. He's gonna get his release. But in public, ninjas, I mean, you don't put you don't put enough pressure on people to maintain the standard. So the woman can be 500 pounds and you'll be out in public. All right. And this is why the obesity rate It's not because women are big and black women are just naturally thick. It is not. It is not. That guy's not naturally fat. He could be in better shape. All right. But it's not because the women are naturally just bigger and thicker. It is because there's no standard. All right, there's no standard. Anybody can get it at any point. You don't challenge them. You don't tell her to lose no weight. You don't say, no, nah, I would never. Even though you might in private, no standards. And I guess uh, this is a Twitter site called SYSBM Forever. And here it is. No matter, he says, no wonder they hate BMs like us. That would be black men because the majority have no standards at all. Shaking my head. And it's a fact. It's a fact. Listen, I've been trying to have this conversation uh, between fetish and preference 
And what we do is fetishize people and call it a preference. And I think in order to establish discipline and to be able to recognize this behavior, you have to know what is a fetish in the standard. All right. Or a preference. All right. We, we, we don't have standards. We have fetishes. We play fetishes out and then we call them preferences. It's not, it's not because I have a, I have a preference. I have a standard and I also have what happened to my screen. I have a preference, a standard, and I know what I fetishize. Those are different things. Those are different things. All right. So anyway, he says, I told you ninjas are out in the open with it. And guess what? Look at the economics of the ninja. See, we're not just going to say we open with it. Look at your economics. Look at the single mother rate. Look at the auto birth lock weight rate. Look at the child support rate. Look at your conditions. Look at your community. Look at the marital rate. Look at the divorce rate. Look at where you stand economically. Look at where you stand politically. It is all woven in there because you have no sexual discipline. All right? So when you wonder where you are in the economic situation conversation, Look at what you're saying. We just out in the open with it, and we take our fetishes and make them preferences. Look at the marital rate. Look at the divorce rate. It's all it's all connected. It's all connected. Stop trying to give it a pass, saying that we just prefer thicker. No, you prefer lazy, shiftless broads, and you procreate with them. Don't marry them at a significant rate to even justify the behavior, period. Mm. You're justifying behavior that is keeping you economically disenfranchised. Shit. Anyway, it's a crazy, it's crazy that I see this people justifying it. Listen, hey, if you're horny, you're horny. But all of that shit is direct correlation. Cause you're gonna you're gonna fuck. Well, it's a family show. You're gonna fornicate with a fat woman. Then I'll be out here laid up with a fat woman, and all she's gonna have is fat ass kids. All right. Come on, man. It's all correlation. It's all direct correlation. All right, so anyway, we do have, let's lay off the black women and black men for a minute and go to the suburbs. There's a girl finds out that she has to work for money. Here we go. She wants a sugar daddy. I guess she wants. Get him, daddy. And here it is right here. Let's start with a job. No. Yeah, absolutely. She needs a job. And I think it would be great if you volunteered some more at the soup kitchen. You could do some great volunteer work down there. I did that. No. I started with a babysitter. I think my first job was at IHOP. Oh, you don't pay me to babysit. She makes me babysit for free. <laughs> she doesn't need a job babysitting. She needs a job in the world. No. She doesn't need Absolutely a job at home. Not. She needs a job Absolutely in the world. <laughs> Damn, she's standing up. Look, damn, she's she's standing on business. Look, she done confronted Dr. Phil. I guess you don't want to go to work out here. Well, I guess I can fix this your bind. Uh, I guess I can fix this your bind. <laughs> All right, look at she's standing up to Dr. Phil on his own show. These, these Gen Z people are crazy. Gen Z people are the generation that's going to torpedo America, but we said that about Gen X. All right, these are the weak links of our world here. They don't want to work. They want to quiet quit. They want to work different, work smarter, not harder, all this shit that they come up with, and they don't be doing a damn thing. All right, here we go right here. They don't want to start off at the bottom. They don't want to start off at the bottom. They want to start right at the top. CEO, 22 years old. All right, here we go right here. What do we got here? You, you need a job. No, I don't want a job. Well, I know. <laughs> it's so much work. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm so tired from work. I don't want to do that. Wow. 
Oh man, Almighty just Oh the humanity. Oh man. Yeah. She definitely gonna be out here ten toes up. She definitely on the buy and fixers list. Hi yay. All right, she don't want to work at all. Okay. All right, she definitely wanna uh open her legs up to ninjas. I'm super, I'm pretty sure she got a sugar daddy. Speaking of we have one more woman here that's going to come up here and tell us something that we needed to know, apparently. Let's take you to the video. story of a lot of mothers, right? Being a single mother has been one of the hardest things I've ever had to do, but I took that shit to the chin. I took it to the chin, chest out, chin up, all of that. But the fact that the dads can go through life carefree, knowing that they have children in the world that they have not poured into, have not checked or have not did a safety check on, blows my mind. And then when these kids grow up to go to college and, you know, be thriving and go to the military, they're not, you know, parents at 19, 18, 20. Then they want to be like, oh, yeah, that's my baby. and Yeah, yeah you look good. And what's going on with you? Like, like. Like, just shooting the shit like you ain't been absent all these years. Like, you didn't pour into that kid at all. Like, that is not an accomplishment of yours. That's an accomplishment of mine. I need you to say thank you to me. I raised that stand-up citizen, not you. You feel what I'm saying? And the fact that you got a kid that you can brag on, that's that's my kid. That's my kid. My kid. I need a, I'm sorry. You did a great job with her. Whether I want to hear it or not, I deserve it. A lot of mothers deserve to hear that. You did a great job. I'm sorry you had to do it alone. I heard she doing good. You know, I heard she is good. What? It's like a slap in the face. It really is. It really is. And the world will be a better place when men start to acknowledge, like, the what they don't contribute to. You get to brag on a kid you had no type of contribution to. It's crazy to me. Oh, my Lord. Somebody said real hair. I think not. All right. Come on. Stop. Right there we go, right there. Here we go. That be a wig too. Stop. Stop. This is terrible. Why do they do this? Women do this to yourself. You know what's happening? She can't get no more child support for this ninja. So let me just tell you what she meant to say. Because she said the kid was hers. Mine. That's mine. I did it myself. Uh, literally, she stood between the father and the kid the entire time. She said, You got to go through me to see your kid the entire time. She made sure the kid did this and that with the child support money, put the kid through school, barely did the bare minimum. The kid came out, went to college, and now the father can get to the kid without getting going through the mother. I'm telling you guys, this is exactly what's happening here. She's not seeing it. See, now dad can get to the kid unabated. There's no blocker. There's no blocking. There's no system blocking. There's no child support. There's nothing. And now this selfish bitch wants to say she did all the work and she wants to take all the credit and wants to thank you and apology. All right. Because now she can no longer control that man and control that man's access to the kid. So now the kid can now have a relationship with the father. And that's what she pissed about. She no longer could control the narrative in the situation. See, when women do this, I can tell she stands in between. When the kid's a minor, she stands in between. You got to call me. You got to come here. You got to meet me here. You got to do this and do that. You got to pay child support in order to see your kid. You got to fight me for your kid. But the kid becomes an adult, and now she can't control it. So now she want me to give you a thank you. Man, get the hell up out of here. with this. this is bull. This is bull. That's exactly what's happening. And you can tell by her language and the fact that her attitude stinks. These are mine, mine, mine. No, they're no longer yours. The, the child is an adult. 
Now the father can have access to the child and you're pissed about it because probably the kid's like, hey, dad, if it's a female, I need, don't, don't kids need fathers? What they need is for women to stop sabotaging the parent relationship between the father and the child. See, this is a disgrace. She's an absolute disgrace, and she has nobody to reach out to but to social media to try to plead her case. She can't go to court no more. No more child support hearings. No more emergency ex partes. No more lawyers. No more nothing. No more No more child support. Uh, no more, uh, what do you call it, uh, modifications. There's no more people. There's no, you can't have custody and see your kid on Tuesday. There's no more of that. You're out of the way. And now the father can get directly to the child without accessing you, without thanking you, without begging you, without pleading you, without paying you. And you a hurt, bitter bitch. And that's what's pissing you off. Because mine, mine, mine. Well, it's yours now. It's both of y'all's now. And that's what you mad at. Sad, huh? This is absolutely sad. But this is what's happening out here. Yes, I read between the lines, right? That's exactly what's wrong with her. Speaking of what's wrong with the society here, how about you being struck? How about you pornography guys? All right. Apparently, last part of Stragglin' Sniggle Theater, Pronhub reveals the most popular searches for 2023 and the Nasty Boys are in control. Oh, that's nasty. Yeah, the Nasty Boys uh, are in control. It's good news for grandmas. Uh Oh, (laughs) Oh, no. Pronhub. Yes, this is a problem. Did you guys know? Did you guys know? That between 31 and 50% of all internet traffic worldwide, worldwide, that means at this point right now in this show, that 30 to 50, 31 to 50% of all internet traffic at this moment is pornography. Do you guys know that? Like everybody that's on the internet right now. More, more than less than half or just about half are watching prom right now on this moment out of all the internet traffic in the world. They not, they're not learning knowledge. They're not listening to coach Greg Adams. They're watching prom. Yes. Free prom, pay prom. It doesn't matter. That's how big pornography is on the internet. Internet. Somebody said, I don't believe this. (laughs) All right. I'll show you. All right. (laughs) That's what I'm here to do. And by the way, this, the, what I'm going to show you is the old statistic. There it is right there. This is why I'm here, brothers. 30% of global web traffic is prawn. And this was in 2012, Ninja. This was in 2012. All right, there it is right there. You see it? I know, man. I'm here for you. I'm here to help. I don't just make stuff up. That's in 2012 before OnlyFans and Instagram and whatnot. There it is right there pornography runs the internet. That means that everybody that's working, everybody that's trying to hack, everybody checking their bank account, everybody doing what they're doing, everybody watching YouTube. And it you right now it's at 50%. All right. That's the 2012 statistic. I was, I was trying to pull it up. I was trying to pull it up. Um, um, before the show came on, cause I forgot. And then I couldn't find the stat that I wanted. So I pulled that one up. That's just right now. I just pulled that up now. So that's how big pornography is. And I'm so glad that I have a group of people that are not watching pornography right now. And if you are, don't say nothing. I have diverted your attention for pornography for a couple of hours. Ninja, that's a thing. Hey, 
Give me a round of applause for shit like that, Ninja. <laughs> I've at least for a few hours stopped you ninjas from grabbing your lotion. You two ladies. You two ladies don't talk about these men. All right. It's you two out here. <laughs> so that's crazy. All right. Anyway, that's crazy. So um, anyway, that was a 2012 stat. I think it's reported as 50% now. And people think it was 80% at one point. And in fact, I'm probably sure when the internet first came out, it was 80%. All right. So anyway, what are the categories that are the most popular categories? Yes, you would be interested to know here. I'm interested to know who has the what top 20 countries have the most traffic for pornography. Well, here we go. It's the United States. Oh, no. The United States. We dominate. We dominate in the United States here. Followed by the Philippines. What's going on over there? All right. France, Mexico, United Kingdom. Maybe it has to do with Internet access. I have no idea. Or the amount of skeezers in the United States and the amount of ninjas that are thirsty. This also includes women as well using of pornography. There are the most, the mo- and also access to women, all right? So I can access women, not in the way that I can access women in these other countries, right? That's a lot. The United States is the leader of traffic of pornography. That's sad. Isn't that sad? There's more to report here. The top searches from every United States region. Okay, if you look at it here, uh, California Asian stepmom. Okay, here we go right here. Asian stepmom for California is the top search in California. Asian st- The Linglings dominate in California, boy. Hey, I would have thought it was uh, Gorditas. All right, but there's so many Gorditas, I don't know what you would have. Okay, Asian stepmom in here. Okay, what else are y'all nasty ninjas doing? Colorado, Femdom, Femdom, all right, what we got in Vegas, Vegas, all right, what do we got in um, uh, the South, the South, it looks like uh, Mississippi is furries, Louisiana, big black, okay, here we go, all right, okay, okay, Texas, creamy, New Mexico, Native Americans, that, okay, Uh, Wisconsin, swingers, and what do we got here? Bubble butt in North Carolina. Bubble butt <laughs> in North Carolina. Um, here we go. Tennessee. Giant teeth. Giant nest. Giantess. Giantist. Oh, okay. They talking about tall women. Okay. Giantist. Um, wh- what is Illinois? Oh, eating the boot. Eating the uh, groceries. Indiana chubby. Indiana chubby. Bondage in Min- Michigan. And in Florida. It is fantasy. Okay, these are interesting things here. <laughs> it's interesting. And the time visited per site, the longest, the longest time is in Maryland. And of course, it looks like that northeastern area corridor. They have the longest durations of watching prawn. They go a whole 11 minutes. I'm not sure what that means. But Louisiana has the shortest. I guess they get it off. They get that nut off quicker. Pause. Louisiana has the shortest. All right, so they're spending the shortest amount of time. I don't know, man. That's crazy. Uh, What are the fantasy categories, just so we can uh, figure this out right here? And I was trying to find it, uh, but I didn't. I wasn't able to find what I wanted, but it says right here, despite the planet's proportion, uh, purported obsession with youth, it appears that more prawn per users are secretly scouring the web for content that has a more 
um, advanced age, the mature category, is now seventh most viewed worldwide. According to Prawn Hub, surging by popularity by a staggering 69%. (laughs) And no, the number one is not a typo. What is the number one? The number one search word is, well, they didn't say number one. What is number one? Okay, that it surged to number seven. They said granny grew, granny grew by 132%, while GILF spiked by 168% when compared with numbers. Okay, here we go. Oh, that's nasty. GILF. All right, GILF is uh, spiking. The terms big, bigger, and biggest collectively grew 177% worldwide, while searches containing huge ballooned. 67%. There we go. Meanwhile, amid the ongoing war, wars in the Ukraine and Middle East, searches containing the word soldier were up a whopping 332%. And with growing interest in AI programs such as Chat GPT, it's perhaps unsurprising searches for robot grew 304%. Terms like sex robot, AI robot, and 3D robot were among the most popular. Filipina, it says right here, frisky Filipinas rise, rose three spots to the second spot. Filipinas. All right. Uh, here we go right here. Shout out to the penis. All right. It says the company also disclosed that Americas were the most prolific users with frisky Filipinas rising to the second spot. All right. Here we go. All right. What do we got here? It also revealed the most popular prawn star. Interesting. Is 25-year-old Miami native Abella Danger taking uh taking out the top spot right here? This is the most popular prawn star. The most popular prawn star is this woman. All right. Anyway. Oh, she's the she's the second most. Who who was the first? All right. Oh, this is the second most. All right, but they didn't put you. This article is crazy. Who's the first one? All right, anyway, who are you? Okay, let me see here. Uh, there was another uh, couple of data here. Yeah, interesting. Interesting, right? And there was another category that I wanted to look up. I, I could not find it. They did rank the top searches, but I could not. Let me see if I can pull it up here. Ranking top searches. And it had it in order, and I just couldn't find it. All right. Uh, 2023. Yeah, man. Uh, so we live in a world, even though a lot of guys would be like, these simps and this and like that. It looks like the world is simping. Right, because they'll be like, these, uh, what do they call the simps? OnlyFans simps and stuff like that. But it looks like the world is uh, turning, the world is, the world is horny. Also, also, um, you're seeing now on social media, social media, uh, I wish I could play it here. Social media, they're, they're show, women are showing their vaginas on, on Instagram now. It's, it's a thing. They're showing it for quick glimpses. So they'll do something and they'll do it. But what they're doing now is they're showing it. It's, it's bizarre. People are showing, by the way, people are sending me these clips. All right. And they're sending them to me and they're, it's on Instagram now. And one of the things that will happen is they'll blame men. Well, why are you looking at it? And how did you find it? And it's because your algorithm searches has found it without having the discussion that it's on the internet. It's there for people to watch. See, that takes the, that takes the agency away from the producer of it. They just say, well, you shouldn't have clicked on it. Well, what do you think a guy's going to do? And by the way, a lot of these searches are teens, teenagers. Yeah, I did the Twitch. 
I did the Twitch um, report yesterday where Twitch women can now do um, be naked on their content. So that's where we are. And it's highly uh, 41% of Twitch's traffic is between the age of uh, 13 and 24, 41% of their traffic. So we're getting into an age where we're going to have to acknowledge, yes, men are to blame, but we're, we're going to say now it's more available. Women are going more that direction to produce it. Women in that age category are producing it more. They can produce it from their bedroom with their phone. So the blame isn't just on the con- consumer. They have agency, but now just blaming the consumer alone is not going to cut it. And now I do have the official charger coach fired. All right, so that's Strago and Sniggle Theater. Hope that was interesting for you. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky, come get high with me, that's a deal, right? All right, let's get into it. Ruby Rose Stalker News update coming next. All right, an update, and we're going to talk about debt demons. What's happening to American colleges? American colleges and women are not mixing anymore. We're going to talk about that, especially with that young lady who does not want to work. They're producing prawn. We're going to talk about that. All right, hit the like button. Let's get to some support. And then Ruby Roll Stalker and Debt Demons coming up. We got uh, Genuine Trucker Twan says the sisterhood sending bounty hunter B-dubs overseas to try and bring brothers back into the gynocentric Western Babylon slave plantation. SYSBM Passport Bros. Hashtag free agent lifestyle. Hashtag MGTOW. 100%. When you see this video, it's going to be like, you really went over there to argue with black men? This is a disgrace. Shout out to Monte says, I don't date BWs, only white, Asian, and Indians. All right, everybody has their preference. All right, I've never put that down right there. There's some people, Dr. Umar is not going to be happy with me. Dr. Boyce Watkins is not going to be happy with me, but I'm not one of them type of Negroes to put other men down for dating their preference, not their fetish, although it's kind of a fetish too. Sean Christopher says, isn't it ironic that women call me reading rainbow, call men reading rainbow as shaming language when most women have experimented with these women and men. He says they love projecting on men. In fact, it is ironic that women use that word as a shaming tactic and then also are the leading people wanting to us, wanting men to accept people who live that lifestyle. Because men overwhelmingly will say, I don't want to accept that. I don't want my son to be that. And then they're like, why? There's nothing wrong with them. Their hairstylist will be that. They bestie be that. And we'd be like, that's okay. Now, the minute you do something they don't like, what word or phrase do they use to describe you? When you do something weak, sassy, something they don't like, something that they think you're not simping, they call you, well, I can't say it on the internet, but they use it as a slur. The very people who support these people overwhelmingly use it as a slur against you. That is the most craziest shit that you've seen. All right. It's one of the real thing here. Yeah. Shout out to YouTube says that book isn't on eBay. The book isn't on eBay. He can't afford. Uh, you mean it is? What is it? <laughs> um. Anyway, they're talking about the book. He says he can't afford the $200. Damn. All right. It costs 200. Shit. Shout out to, um, Gerald Clay says, first, it's gender pay gap, then food insecurity, now rent burden, complete nonsense. What we have to understand is that women need men. Now, 
they don't want to be controlled by men. So they want us to have, you know, we, she wants to have access to us and be equalized to them, forcing equalization by us becoming less than, but then they just don't want to listen to us. They're, it's like a child. So you're the, you're the, you have it better than us. You have access to the, fun, the money. You have access to the houses. You have access to the marriage. You have access to the, we just need the money. They're running a pimp game on you. It's crazy. Shout out to the underdog says, for the info and motivation, salute. I was like, Emilio was like, uh, was just let go from my job of 10 years. No one is safe in this new world order economy. He says, this is a blessing to start my free agent lifestyle and say goodbye to the ham and eggers. Got a $20,000 severance. So got my bail money ready. Shout out to you, Emilio. And thank you for sending a support, even in the tough time of losing your job. All right. Nobody's safe out here. Shout out from the main event fro. He says, salute to the coach. Thank you to the main event fro. Random thoughts says my Juco wants to spend the night since it's summer holiday here. in is it South Africa? He says, uh, why do they always want to break contracts? A hour in and out is all I want. Protect your meat, free agent lifestyle for life. Well, here's the deal. Um, so that that's what we call a backdoor relationship. So they're trying to backdoor relationship. So they came in one way and then they violate. All right, guys, wives do this as well. They want to come in married and be a wife and have a wedding. Then they want to go out there and hope. So it's nothing different. Women are not good at contracts. They renege all the time. I won't say the other way, but they renege very hard. So then, you know, they come in one way. Let's just have an agreement. I want friends with benefits. Friends with benefits is another way they backdoor and violate the contract. All right. Now, men do this as well, but friends with benefits as well. So you think you're hooking up, but you hit that bottom. You start giving her them daddy strokes, and then they want a relationship. And then they start off. I don't want nothing, and I don't want a boyfriend. I don't have time, and my last relationship ended. And then you give her daddy strokes, and then she'd be over there. So it's not just the junior college that does this. Women all do this as the way to let your wall down, give you access, and then once they're in there, then they want to switch it up on you. This is a typical strategy. All right? So the big thing is, the big thing is, I tell you, I tell you, don't give them daddy strokes. Do not get them daddy. Or if you give them daddy strokes, I put the onus on men to be conscious of what's happening. So what you're doing is you're taking a deal that looks free or looks one way and then they divert it the other way. This is what you have to understand. So we take accountability. We say, we say, before the six-week mark, before weeks, the six-week mark, Six weeks you deal with a woman. If she comes in and tries to flip the script in the first six weeks and you cut it off before the six-week mark, it's her fault. If you deal with a woman after six weeks, it's, it's your fault. It's your fault. Now, not to say, I, I, listen, you can be aware of it. doesn't mean you can put it into great practice. Even lawyers practice. Even doctors practice. We all practice. So I'm just aware of what I, my risk is. First six weeks, you tell her, now I'm just going to give you these daddy strokes. I'm just going to hit it. I'm just going to hit that bottom, and you got to go home. And she'll say, okay, daddy. All right, and she'll do it, do it, do it, do it. Now she catch feelings in that first six weeks beforehand or starts acting funny. Then you can tell her, okay, you got to go. Now, the reason why it's six weeks, 
The reason why it's six weeks is because mentally and emotionally, she can't connect with you in those six weeks. She got to go take that L. Because you're like, look, we only been together for less than four weeks. I only hit that bottom three times, maybe four. We just started getting them daddy strokes in after about week four. And she started going crazy. At that point, you could put it on her. Hey, man, look, look. And then you can walk away. She hasn't emotionally really put her claws into you. But you go past that six-week mark, and you get to week eight, and week 10, and week 12, and month six, and then you keep hitting and daddy stroking her, putting a banana in a tailpipe, busting in her, buttering her tonsils, pushing her insides to her esophagus, that's on you. Okay, that's on you, ninjas. That's what it is right there. So this is the game that we tell you. Gotcha, bitch. She's only going to now go, wait a minute. <laughs> She's going to get real feelings for you, and you better have an exit plan at that point. Anyway, so we can't just say, why do they do this and violate the contract? Well, one of the reasons why is you have an extended relationship with them. All women can do whatever. They can say whatever they want. Remember, we never trust what women say. We trust their actions. If she says one thing, she doesn't mean it because she might think that she's not going to get much out of you, but this is inconvenient, but then you make it good. And she's like, and then she switches up. Bro, that's your, that's your bitch. That's your bitch. Put that into practice so you're, that's, a, that's a rule you can have to understand not only yourself but women. You go past six weeks, go past the six-week mark, she can do whatever the hell she wants, <laughs> All right? Anyway, no daddy stroke or daddy strokes, that's your woman. Anyway, yeah, she'll start stalking you. She'll start showing up where you are. She'll start saying, oh, I was just in the neighborhood at a restaurant. Oh, I was, but she'll stay at the beginning. I just want to hook up. I want to keep it casual. I don't want nothing serious. I don't want to control a relationship. I, I was in, she'll say all that shit. All right, anyway. All right, shout out to our brother, Shah. He says, this is for the chef apron jar so you can cook these puff lotion-ass ninjas. <laughs> Hit up with the razor's edge for Flatback Friday out here. Hashtag cook. Be cooking. Shout out to our brother, Dark Side Foundation. Coach, did you hear that Coach Prime's ex is dragging his name in the mud? This is why nobody wants BWs and it's proof that XXs don't care about legacy or keeping families united, they require regulation. I mean, I'm not going to say it yet but because I'll, I'll get sidetracked. But, yes, I, I don't know. I didn't hear she was dragging his name in the mud. But, of course, women are uh, always attention seekers, and they just cannot walk away. They cannot walk away empty-handed. They got to be a victim. They, they got to be a victim somewhere. Mr. Anthony Anit, elite. Hey, Coach, I realize a woman's ass has more rights in the U.S., then fathers, he says, I'm not promoting touching without consent, but women that alienate a child should be put on a list and register as a um, parental alienator. Women are assisting the government in killing the middle class. Yeah, but they'll never take accountability for it. Parental alienation is for bitter baby mamas. They do it, and they have the support system to do it. Any woman that, let me just say this. How many women have you ever heard admit that they were a parental alienator? But they do it overwhelmingly, almost more than anyone. Not only that, they delete their kids more than men. They kill their kids. They kill their spirit. Uh, they physically kill them. They physically, they alienate them. They emotionally terrorize them. How many women have come out and say, damn, I messed up my relationship between my kid's father and my kid? Never. But they do it. They do it. 
And they're good at it, too, because they'll never get punished for it. Uh, shout out to Chris. Says there's nothing uh, more disrespected and to the African black man than to be told you're acting white by having higher standards. It's also an undeserved compliment that blacks give to whites in America way too often. Talk like this is why the community is done. I mean, there was a video. There's a even um even to the point where uh, there was a funny video I was going to share, but I I deleted it of a young black man. He was reading books, and the skit was that, hey man, look at he, look at his goofy, look at his lame. What's you weird? And he's standing there reading a book. But then they showed the next one. The same guy is handling two firearms, and then the same guy comes in. Oh man, you cool? You you the man? All right, you got that? You got the Glock? And they were celebrating him for throwing his life away. It is, it is what happens, unfortunately. And uh, the best way you can overcome this, there's no fixing this behavior, by the way. Okay. Just want to let you guys know, we can debate this. We can talk about it. We can talk about who's responsible for this, the system, black men, black women. In my opinion, there's only one way you solve this, is you get out of that element because there's no saving it. I mean, this is the this is the situation. You got to let them kill each other. You got to let them drag each other down. You got to stop with this brother and sister shit. <laughs> you got to stop. I know this is not going to be popular with a lot of people. This is where people don't agree with me. I'm not your brother. That's not my brother or sister. I don't know them motherfuckers, and they have no impact on my life. And the reason why they won't is because I will not live near, near them. I don't know them. They ain't my kinfolk. They ain't my ancestors and none of that shit. All right, that's, that's, that's how I do it. Now, you don't have to do it that way. And if you want to protect and preserve every so-called black community that you believe you, if you want to rate, raise everybody up and each one teach one, go ahead. But I ain't going to do it. <laughs> All right, there we go right here. Go ahead. But I ain't the one. All right, do not put that shit on me. All right, because I know ninjas that undone that and all they got was a bullet. And a mural. And they was forgotten about in 15 damn weeks. All right. So that's. <laughs> mm. All right. I ain't trying to do that. Now, I will help you, Ninja. This is how, this is my help. <laughs> this is my help. All right. Anyway. All right. This is how I help y'all, Ninjas. See, I ain't about to lose my life and have a heart attack helping y'all hard-headed ass Ninjas. All right. Because that's what it is. And I ain't want to hear about it was the black woman's fault. Ninja, you could have left long time ago and escaped the plantation Long time ago, but you chose to stay in there and duke it out for your melanated people and your ass out here still struggling. So that's what it is. Anyway, mm. you ain't getting my ass in there. Ninja, the part of the part of the anything, uh, let, let's just say, <laughs> yep, let's just say there's a prison. Let's say there's a prison. If if a person escapes the prison, does he come back and open the door for the rest of the prisoners? Nope. Okay, let's say you're in a situation, you're in a concentration camp, and I run. Do I come back and open the doors for everybody else? Nope. If I leave a plantation and run away, do I come back and try to get y'all to leave the plantation? Nope. Now, I got off, Ninja. I left. <laughs> All right, anyway. Yep, I left. All right, Ninja, if I got off and y'all, see, what happened was, I'm going to tell you one more thing. What happens was, what happens is, you're, when you leave, you tell everybody you about to leave. You try to tell everybody, man, you better get your shit straight. You better leave. Hey, we leaving at sundown. 
I mean, you better go now. And then you'll run. All right, you'll run. You'll be like. Ninja will run, and everybody be like, is he really going to go? Is he going to do it? His ass going to get caught. Oh, he ain't going to make it. His ass going to get shot. But nope, you be like. <laughs> you be gone, right? And they don't, they don't jump on it. They don't take the deal. They don't help you open the gate. They don't help your ass sneak over. They be trying to tell on your ass. That ninja going to run, and I hope that ninja loses his life. All right, you be running. Now, as soon as you make it and you get clear, cross the Mississippi, you go through all the mud and the swamps and the alligators, you leave all the hound dogs and the slave catchers, ninja, you jump all the hurdles and the fences, then they looking at your ass, then they going to hate on your ass, then they going to tell, first one to tell, and he went right through the bushes right there, then he went through Greenville, he left, took a left through Louisville, I know he went there, he said he went there, catch his ass, and you don't come back, they waiting. He ain't came back yet. Then they got shit to talk about you. Oh, man, he ain't came back over here. And he ain't give us the key. He didn't tell us where to go. All right, then they start talking shit about you. <laughs> All right, but not I. All right. Man. Every man for they self, Ninja. Every man for they self. Don't, don't come back, bro. Don't come back. Don't, don't, don't go back. All right, leave and get the fuck out of there. Ninja, leave everybody else. Ninja, you can come. When you get over here and you hop all the fences and jump through all the damn swamps, all right, and all that, you get bit all by the mosquitoes, <laughs> all right, then we can talk and we can share. Yep, you get past the gun line. Now we can talk about it, man. We made it past the gun line. We got bitten up by mosquitoes. Remember all the mosquitoes when you went through Greenville? We can talk that shit. Until then, then just stay your ass on the other side of the fence. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> That's my philosophy. And, oh, I ain't changing it, Ninja, because the shit worked for me. Now, I don't know what to tell you. I didn't gave your ass the blueprint, left you the map, gave you the instructions, and you ain't still did shit. So it is what it is. All right, anyway. <laughs> All right, but if I would have got caught and they would have got the chopping off my foot, y'all ninjas would have been sniggling at me. Sniggling. All right, anyway, y'all have been like, told you, you punk-ass ninja. Told you you wasn't going to get nowhere with us, and I'm all limping. All right, anyway. <laughs> it is what it is, ninja. It's a tough world out here. It's a tough world. Last two, John Doe, black men fetishize obesity, and black women fetishize pookies. That's a fact. He says that's why our race is in last place, because we have no standards. That's a fact. I mean, you take somebody like Peppa, like from Salt and Pepper, like, the fetishization of pookies is um, something, and it comes from sexual perversion and deviancy, right? It comes from sexual perversion and deviancy, and we prioritize it, although everybody prioritizes uh, sexual uh, nature, right? It, we showed you 50% of internet traffic is pornography. But the sexualization of the pookie, the fetishization of the pookie, the fetishization of the long, don long John Silver, um, the long dong Donkey Kong, Women can, there's certain women that cannot get over that. Thus, the procreation happens at the pookie level. The, pro, the procreation happens at the pookie level. Okay, to the point where then their struggle and strife comes from their fetishization of the pookie. It ain't the good ninjas. It ain't the ninjas that's responsible. It tends to be the pookie. 
And it was just some one night stand. It was some fetish shit. You got your, you got skeeted in. And because he's irresponsible, he don't care. Or he was a sports pookie. He was a sports athletic pookie. And then that's where it comes from. But it came from your fetish. Then you try to be like, he should have been responsible. And he should have stepped up. This is a ridiculous concept. You, you, you were in a, uh, you were in the throes of pleasure. You were not in to establish a family. Can we admit that so we can move forward? If you're unwilling to admit this, then stay your ass over there. I'm not going to come help you women that fetishize pookies. Same with you ninjas that want to fetishize fat, obese women. Stay over there with that shit. Don't try to convince me because every woman's getting bigger and bigger and bigger that it's a preference. No, it's your low standards. Admit it so we can move forward with a more important issue. And maybe you can get some control, ladies of your punani and ninjas with your salami. And we can actually have a meeting of the minds. Until then, you have your pookies. You have your obese women. And both of y'all will make more slaves. That's what you're going to make. Anyway, if you're listening to me for the first time, you're in here. With the best of the best, Ninja. You you got you found the best. You found the best. Anyway, let's get back to today's show. All right, what do we and I'm not a perfect human being. Oh, by the way, if you found me for the first time, I'm not a moral person. I don't lean on morality to prove your point. I don't lean on intelligence to prove my point. You know what it is? I'm the king of kings. I'm the Bruce Wayne of this shit. That's what it is. Ninja. New, 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 I'm the great new, Coach Alini. <laughs> and I'm Coach Adamus. All right. I'm not leaning on morality to get. I'm a moral person and I'm smart and intelligent and I have a degree. All right. I went to a great school. I didn't do all that shit. And by the way, I did all that shit, but I don't lean on it. All right. I lean on this free agent lifestyle. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Ruby Rose, another person. I don't understand what people were talking about about this woman. This woman is, I've been telling you, she's subpar at best. I mean, she can get the she can get this work, but people be bragging about her. I'm like, dude, this woman is a psyops. This woman's a psyops. I heard she comes from a two-parent stable household, but she out here showing her ass. All right. I'm like, what are we talking about? Ruby Rose. She she's in my opinion. But apparently, remember this guy right here, Ruby Rose? And this might be the last time I talk about Ruby Rose, because this proves my point. This shit proves my point about Ruby Rose. She's an average woman in Atlanta in Indianapolis, but everybody talking about her. And this is going to prove my point because this guy is saying that he was paid to say that he was Ruby Rose's top simp. This is going to prove my point as to what we're doing here. So apparently, I don't know if you remember the story. This guy was supposedly paid her $60,000 in a month and it was apparently stalking her and um, got a tattoo of the woman and, um, you know, he happened to meet her in a mall and then he sent all these text messages saying he's in love. Now, he's going to say it was not true. Now, I don't know whether to believe him or not. He certainly is a interesting character, but he went on the no jumper and I'm going to fair use this. He's saying it was a psyops. He's saying it's not true. And so it was an Internet psyops, which proves me right. Ruby Rose is paying and manufacturing for this attention. She is, no, dude, she's nothing to me. I mean, I look at her and I'd be like, mm. 
I mean, any average girl I can be, I've been with better looking bitches than Ruby Rose. So she's basically going to say she paid for this attention. This is promo. She had her manager and her team orchestrate this to get attention. Right. I can see, I can find, I can drop down in any Midwestern city and find 10 Ruby Roses within an hour. All right. But a lot of y'all ninjas don't go outside. So I get it. All right. But here we go right here. This is what happens when you go on the Instagram more than you go outside. So let me play this video here. Fair use for the No Jumper podcast. Here we go. In the DMs. No, I don't think there's in the DMs. Um, see, yeah, that's not right. I figured if there was that they would have leaked on Twitter already. Yeah. No, I mean, I know they should be leaked on Twitter. You can't even see it on Reddit, you know? But no, nah, I, I didn't purchase none of her OnlyFans content. Ruby Rose. Yeah. Okay. So this was all a hoax? I got in the situation where I just went and took a picture with Ruby Rose, right? Like, okay. I got paid for it. I didn't know exactly what it was for. You know, I think it was like a promo thing or something or whatever the it was, you know? And uh, I met up with her. I take this picture. Next day, I'm the top. I'm like the OnlyFans top spender. I knew there was like some kind of thing where there was like had to do with the OnlyFans top spender. But I didn't know what the was going on. So they made it look like I was her top spender, you know? So they didn't I had an idea fill you in gonna, on now, I'm going to admit, this dude is gone. <laughs> All right, this ninja. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, this dude gone, gone. So we'll, we'll, we'll admit, I'm going to admit that he is not probably in good health. He probably does not practice good behaviors. He probably is a nasty ninja. So we're going to admit all that. I'm going to admit, I'm not supporting this guy. But he's saying he got caught up. Yeah, he's zooted as hell. He's saying he got caught up in a situation that was not reflective of the promotion that he received. All right, here we go. On this beforehand, they didn't say, get, hey, we have this big idea. This is what we're going to so do. So the we're idea was like, they were like, we're going to use your, I mean, they kind of let me know that I was going to be like this, like one of her like subscribers, I guess, on OnlyFans or something like that, right? I was like, oh, okay, that sounds cool. You know, I didn't know it was going to blow up to this big, huge story. You know, they said it was going to be big. And then, you know, I was like, okay, cool. This is kind of cool, whatever. I was like, when's money going to start coming in? You know, like I was like, I want some money out of this. And but then, how are you going to get paid for it? And you're saying that they didn't tell you beforehand that this just, was going to be the storyline? Well, I knew there was this OnlyFans and like the person's the top spender, but I didn't know the story was going to come out to be bigger than what the story is now, you know? Like, All right. And so, again, um, some some of it probably there's truth in both sides of the story. I don't think he's telling 100 percent the truth, but I think he is probably telling more truth than lies. Because he's not answering questions directly. He's like, well, 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 well. And he does. Somebody said he had he had appeared on a documentary about a porn addiction, prawn addiction. You got to say prawn here. So something's there's something that you have to read between the lines here. I think he's telling the truth about it being a promotion. It was not what it was made out. And people said, what about the tattoo? He's going to talk about this later. But I'm a little concerned about playing no jumper because he seems to be anti red pill or this manosphere space. So I'm a little concerned because a lot of people do attack him. And shout out to um, Saint in the Center for having a good uh, exchange with him. And I was going to review the video, but the problem is I don't share from that podcast. So I can't do a review. But anyway, all right, here we go. Play it, play it. Like where I'm like the obsessive guy who's in love with her. and So the $60,000 number was fake. It's a real account, but it's not me. So okay. it's like an actual account that's paid into Ruby Rose. So some guy did spend mean? 60 grand on her, it just wasn't you. Yeah, it wasn't me. 
and at the same time, Ow, I'm no. like getting all this like hate and shit. So I'm like, okay, this is kind of getting weird. And I was like, what's the next thing that's gonna happen? And then I I did say we should like get some kind of tattoo going, you know, like you know, like I'll get her name or something tattooed on me. I didn't think I was gonna get a portrait. Where's the portrait? <laughs> on the back of my leg. Oh, okay. So now when that. So first I'm the the top spender, and then it comes out to me being I didn't know I was a Bitcoin billionaire, you know. I mean I have, I have some money, you know, but I'm not like Bitcoin billionaire, you know. So I, the story's coming out, but I didn't I didn't hear about that. Side did of the story. you put that narrative out there, or did her and her team put that out? Yeah, there? her and her team. I didn't know anything about that that part, you know. Like, and, okay. then, and then I go to the weed shop, right? Ah! And this girl's like, "Hey, you're that crypto billionaire guy or whatever," which I was like, "Okay, that sounds kind of cool." But then also you were on True Life, fucking porn addiction, and I was like, "Yeah, I was." And then I looked into that afterwards. But so, <laughs> oh, this, so he's then. Listen, this this story is out of control. This story is out of control. I believe him more. I believe he's telling more truth than lies. There are some lies in there, but I'm gonna say because he's saying he's not a big core billionaire. He's now trying to separate himself from the appearance on the show, which I don't know. That can be easily verified. He's saying he asked for the tattoo, but it only a name. But now it's a thing. What about the text messages? And I don't. I didn't listen to the entire show, so he's separating himself from this. He's not a Bitcoin billionaire. He didn't send the money. The, he does have an account, which doesn't surprise me. But he's like her team put that out there. I didn't know it was going to go viral. You see what I mean? There was a whole bunch of back and forth here. I think he's telling more truth than lies. He's trying to protect himself, and he's an awkward guy. Um, he's not unlike a lot of men out here and a lot of frustrated men, right? You know, he's he's kind of out of shape, and somebody said he's a military veteran. I think he has a veteran cap on, and he could be dealing with some PTSD or shell shock or mental issues related to, that, related to this. And um, so there's that going on. He fits the narrative. But I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say, much of what he's saying is true. In fact, that it was a marketing campaign, which I've been telling you. A lot of stuff were um, uh, that goes viral, that the social media allows to go viral through the algorithm. A lot of it is fake. A lot of it is not real or authentic. It's hard to find out what's real. For instance, we now look at social media and we'll look at people's numbers and say they're the best. Oh, you're the best. And I'm going to tell you that that's not true. A lot of people pay to be to get big numbers. A lot of people go on Fiverr and they will have bots and uh, farms of people pumping up their numbers. All right. And they'll pay for this. You can easily pay for this. Um, they'll also have people not pay for subscribers, but they'll have people um, that allow their content to get pushed through the algorithm and other people's, it's shadow ban. All right. And what we'll do is because... We don't know what's real and fake. We just say, oh, they got more eyes. They got numbers. They're, they're, they're the truth. For instance, Ruby Rose is the hottest, sexiest bitch out here. Not true. I, I'm going to tell you, it's inherently not true. Can she get that work? Yes. She can get bent over, and I can have her grab ankles. That doesn't mean she's the hottest. I've been floored at the amount of people who talk about her. I've had shows where I'm like, I'm confused as to why people are talking about this woman. And that's the reality of it. That's the reality of it. So, now we're finding out that Ruby Rose allegedly had a promotion and that allowed her name to be talked about and to be able to book shows when it's not even, I can't even understand why anybody's talking about her. And now we're talking about her because she paid for promotion. 
and she used this guy or used him in some way, um, whether it's his naivete, his ignorance, his lust, to be able to promote to you to keep her name relevant. 100%. Industry plants, there's things that these people are popular, and you're like, oh, they're so smart and talented. They're industry plants. She's an industry plant just like a lot of people. Lizzo, industry plant. These people aren't talented. Vivek, to an extent. You're like, eh, you know, these people are paid to be there. You know, why did somebody get to jump over this other girl, other person? It is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, so interesting take there. I just wanted to do a review because I think there's an edit scheduled for me initially talking about this subject. But I'm interested to know what was true or false there. Let's get to the next category right here. Debt demons. As you guys know, this is something that I talked about in my book. De-evolution. All right, so I'm off to the free agent lifestyle, de-evolution, and 52 things that all men should do prior to marriage. And in um, the, in the book, De-Evolution, I'm going to pull it up here live. I'm going to do it live. All right, we're going to talk about uh, women in college on a new report that I talked about here in my book, De-Evolution. By the way, this is the cover. The link's in the description box below. In Chapter 12, Debt Demons, Student Debt, Student Loan Debt Broke. Um, at some particular point, I said, this college thing is going to go away. In fact, I did a video in 2018 acknowledging this, and I'm going to play it just so you guys can see it, um, acknowledging that and somewhat predicting and reading from articles, coming up with the conclusion that colleges are going to fail. All right, and we're now seeing a problem with many, many colleges. And uh, here it is right here, some old Kostradamus, if you will. Half of the colleges and universities in the United States in the next 10 years will be bankrupt. The Rensselaer community is still coming to terms with the announcement that St. Joseph's College will be closing its doors in May. In January, the school announced it would be closing. Two colleges in New England have shut down recently. Four more are closing their doors this month. On Long Island, students and faculty at Dowling College are scrambling tonight after learning the school is shutting down this week. For 185 years, this college campus in Vermont was teeming with students. Now it sits empty. In the coming years, closure rates of small colleges and universities will triple and mergers will double. Six private liberal arts colleges have announced plans to close. Another three are merging with larger universities. And one more is not admitting any new students. Experts say this trend is only going to get worse. Anxious students stood in lines that snaked for hours, waiting for transcripts, worried about their futures. I'm not trying to spend my whole day here to get my transcript. Like, I have two months to find another college. I believe a lot of minorities and a lot of women will be affected by this disruption because minorities and women are the bulk holders of student loan debt. Among the many questions still unanswered is whether students who paid tuition up front next year will get their money back. All right. Hey, you got to start somewhere, ninjas. Hey, look at me. Two-bedroom apartment. Oh, you can't see it. Two-bedroom apartment. <laughs> Doom and gloom, CGA. All right, look at my look at my shit right here. Look at my got my action figures in here. Hey man, got to start somewhere. <laughs> you got to start somewhere. But Coach Adamus is on it. And by the way, I was saying these things, and these things were being printed in uh, small media formats. I was saying these things, and people saw it. Like you, they were like, "No way, this can't be possible. This is weird." Now that was five years ago. That was five years ago. And look at where we are now economically. 
And we're not even to the point where I said in 10 years, 10 years, all right, we still got five years left to go. But let me show you this, what's being reported now. The labor shortage is pushing American college colleges into crisis with the plunge in enrollment, the worst ever recorded. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, indeed. <laughs> there it is right there, man. I was like this for me as a person that is the prognosticator, as me as a person that has vision. I was like, we cannot continue this course of action where women being the most educated and women just getting trashed with student loan debt with women being, I, I was like, there's no way, there's no way this continues. I'm like in five, 10 years, maybe 20 years tops, this shit will fall apart because, and we've seen it. We've, get, we've gone to what a great reset and what's happening. College education doesn't really mean much anymore. It means something for the people who are in STEM and have an importance, but I'm like, it don't really mean much. And I wrote the book, the evolution. I wrote it. I was like, this is going to cause an economic meltdown of epic proportion, right? Basically, I'm like, we can't do it. Also, chapter 11, Thought Nation, all right? And this was written in 2019, produced at the end of 2019, going into 2020, before the shit collapsed, before the shit hit the fan. I just want to let you know, because people are going, it's easy to write that book. I was like, no, it wasn't. I was saying stuff that people, if you look at the reviews, who negatively reviewed my book, in 2020, like it came out in uh, December of 2019. If you look at the people and what they were saying who negatively reviewed this book, they had no clue of where we would be three years later. They had no clue. They were like, this is ridiculous. No, that ain't going to. And I'm like, look at us. Look at us now. This is why they call me Co-Stradamus. Because I'm willing to have these hard takes and these doom and gloom. And but it comes true. It becomes true. I know it's doom and gloom and shit like this, but I often give you the solution. The solution is the free agent lifestyle. I gave you the solution when I said, leave the plantation. Don't come back. Those are solutions. But people always like, ah, this is how negative. But, hey, the proof's in the pudding. The proof's in the pudding. CGA called that shit even when I was using an old, dusty microphone and old-ass headphones. Okay? And what are we doing? We're shifting into a new way of education supporting ourselves kids today they ain't going to college like that it says right here and this is not a stretch enrollment plunges to the worst ever recorded Pl to the worst ever recorded <laughs> that's before and look it's mostly minority women and minorities that are going to be affected the most black women are highly more affected by student loan debt than any race of women Black men are less likely, the least likely to go to college. Black men tend to float around for years, maybe a decade, trying to figure out their life because then they come to men like me and say, what do I do? Well, there's blue-collar work. There's all kind of shit, but blue-collar work don't get no pussy. You see the problem? So those men say, nah, I'm going to be a scammer, a hustler, an entrepreneur, a YouTuber, because they want to get women. But these women are overwhelmingly going to college. And the fact that, and I worked on college campuses for 15 years. So that also, I could see it in real time. That women were becoming primarily places where they were, um, I'm sorry, colleges have become primarily places where women got together. Now, the more women that got together, 
Many of them chose useless degrees. Not all of them, but most of them did. Ultimately leading them into, hey, I didn't make enough more, much more money. But it also made college campuses dangerous for men because then the feminism got kicked in. And then trauma and mental health and, and great culture. So what did men do? I said men are going to not go to college in greater lengths. I said it in that original video. As a result, colleges aren't going to be able to stand alone. The more female women you graduate and the more female women or female women, the more women you graduate, the more women that you uh, push out with degrees, especially that don't produce economically, the least likely they'll invest back into the college. Women don't do that. They're not going to build up your alumni association. They're not going to fill your coffers. They're not going to put money into the uh, college trust. And then now you got a recipe for a disaster. There's only so many government grants that you can put in. Okay, there's only so many government grants you can put in. All right, so you're seeing that people, these colleges can't stand alone. Nobody's don't know the group of women that aren't donating back. There's colleges that have 60% female students. There's some colleges in Virginia. I think the University of Richmond has like 70% female students. I mean, what? This is a recipe for disaster. And then inherently, what happens is, this has happened to blacks and women overwhelmingly is that what they'll do is say well the mind is a terrible thing to waste everybody needs access to education education is what makes the difference and blah 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 all of these things right which is somewhat true but the problem is the minute you get access to what you think the dominant culture has access to you've devalued it then the dominant culture says we're going to do something else right this is in general not as a not as a whole but basically, it's kind of like when a person says, well, if you, if you make a dollar and you give me a dollar, then we'll have equal fair access to things. And that's not true. You just basically devalued the dollar. Now I got to figure out if I had the dollar first, I got to figure out how to make a second dollar, not be equal to you with dollars. Giving people money does not change the circumstance. A lot of people think that it's like the reparation talk. I'm like, all that does is probably devalue what that dollar means and then the dominant people or the people that are a little bit more smart are going to figure out how to make another dollar so that you got the dollar that I got, but I'm going to make a second dollar. That's all that's going to happen. And this is what's happening with colleges. You got too many women in there, most of them aimless, majoring in fornication and, and duck-sicking, majoring in partying, majoring in, in, in advocacy and activism. And now what does it mean? Nothing. What, what does your degree mean? Not a damn thing. So now you have corporations that will train you in, in Google. They'll train you in Amazon. They'll train you in UPS. They'll train you in real shit. And now you just got a useless ass job, which cannot afford to pay the bills. This is where we're headed. By the way, I said all of this shit. That's where we're headed. Or you'll take a person and give them a dollar and you give this person a dollar to equalize them. I take 50% of my dollars, invest it, you take all of your dollars and spend it. <laughs> 10 years down the line, what happened to that dollar? This person over here wasn't materialistic. You were. You took your money to catch up on Cadillacs and Jordans. I took my money, put it in Bitcoin and investments in real estate. 10 years later, same dollar, different outcome or same outcome, if you will. Same outcome. So this is where we're going here. This is the point here I'm making. I put some significant thought and I have experience. Remember. I've worked on college campuses for 15 years. I was able to see this disaster. I was seeing this disaster. 
and I saw it through Title IX. That's what made me wake up to it was because these universities, which were once the staple of communities, your community was centered around the growth of, your, of a university more likely than not. These are becoming less of a staple. They're becoming a place where mental health patients just compile together and y'all have an echo chamber of trauma and therapy and all this shit, propaganda. These aren't the legit places that they used to be. Okay. And I saw it through Title IX because what was happening was they began, the female enrollment began so high, became so high that male sports were becoming eliminating. They were eliminating male sports. And I was like, this is, this is not a good way to do it. All right. I was like, this is not a good way to do it because I actually wrote a report on this in grad school. I was like, why are we eliminating men in sports for men to equalize opportunities for women? But it wasn't equal. What was happening was the school had to follow Title IX, which I wrote about in my book, The Evolution. Title IX said there should be gender equity. Gender equity says that the school sports opportunities and education opportunities should match the enrollment of the school. Now, that would make sense, but at the time, female enrollment was lower or just about even, 50-50. But when we got to the 80s and 90s and the 2000s, the number of female students started to trump the male students. So now it's 65-35. Now it's 60-40. Now it's 70-30. So then they said, based on gender equity rule in 1972, the female sports team should have 70% female. I'm sorry, the the athletic department should be 70% female athletes. I was like, Mm. and I'm like, why? And they said, that's because that's gender equity. Now, at that point, and this was in my, 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 I'm in my 20s. So people think that I've come up with these conversations because I got a divorce. Guys, I wrote a term paper in this blowing Title IX away, and I had female professors reading it, and they were calling me a misogynist back then. This was in my 20s. And I was like, this is ridiculous because I was seeing universities eliminate male student sports because more women were enrolling in the school. So then they started giving women's sports uh, skeet shooting and rifle and canoeing and um like ridiculous sports that meant nothing. And because football had 70 athletes, then that means if you look up college sports, look up any college sports, uh, they will have more female sports teams, more female athletes. And it's because, and they'll, they'll have like five male sports and 12 female sports. (laughs) Like, I'm like, it's not a joke. I've worked on college campuses and athletics. All right. Let me see if I can pull it up as an example. I'm teaching today and cooking. Just to give you an example. This is what I said. I said college is done. You just go put up. You can put it. It's a wrap because you cannot continue down the road with this mindset. This is ridiculous. It's getting it's getting ridiculous. So here's an example on the screen. Here's an example on the screen. You see this? Let me see if you can see it. All right. So this is the University of Richmond, allegedly 70 percent. Female, uh, 70% female uh, enrollment. So there's the men's sports versus the women's sports. You see there's more women's sports. They're by two, all right? There's more women's sports than men. There's more teams than, than men. Then you have football that throws it completely off 
because there's no comparative. There's no comparison. There's no female sport that has 70 male athletes. So as a result, then these male athletes got to lose because of gender equity. It's, this is what they call equality. Then they add swimming, diving, golf, lacrosse. I mean, these sports are somewhat legit. All right. But the reality is then nobody watches these sports. So they're what they call non-revenue producing sports. The only sports that produce revenue are men's football and men's basketball. The other sports are supported by the money produced by men's football and men's basketball. Do you understand? So then the women were like, well, equality, or we should play in the same arena. We should get the same uniforms. We should get, and you're just going, and then now when you enter the transgenders in it, good luck. (laughs) You see how ridiculous it gets in here. Now, this is what's causing colleges to lose their reputation. This is what's causing men to say, forget it. I'm out. And what you saw five years ago were men dropping out of these type of things, corporate America, um, uh, uh, college. And what's going to happen is once the men drop out, so does the money. And then you will find that these institutions will erode. Same as corporate America, men in the Me Too movement. They start dropping out, starting their own businesses, making their own money. And then what happens? The corporations are like, we got to lay everybody off. We ain't making no money. Of course not. The institution erodes. Corporate America erodes. Uh, the, the colleges erode. Why, why, why would men continue to go to these things? So this is what I talked about. This is where we're going to go. And then what you're seeing is the results of all of these things. Well, men need to go to college. And men, but, but at first, they were calling you a dusty for not going to college and not getting a good degree. But what happened? What happened? Now you're seeing a plague. Now you're seeing the plunge in enrollment. Now you're seeing the less, the, the college degree means almost, it's, it's worthless. In, in a sense, for the majority of people. You see what's going on here. So it's much more. <laughs> and then most dudes are like, let it burn. All right, I don't need it. And men will find a way to make money without the college degree. They'll just go blue collar or they'll become social media creators where they have to work real hard or they'll become entrepreneurs. They'll invest. They'll go in real estate. And then women will say, well, they still make more money than me, even though we have the even though I have a degree. It is it is kind of like we have it is the changing of the guard. Same doom and gloom. This is exactly what's happening and it's impacting the world because these women are going I got to sell puss, right? We can't pay for rent if you're just joining me. Look, single women, and they're not getting married, too. They go to college, they're not getting married. They thought they were going to get their degree and be CEO by 32. They thought they were going to make $100,000 with their degree. But then it makes them less marriageable. These things are all attached. And yes, this is all political, and these things are all attached. So as women get more educated, they also become less marriageable. They also look at men as less marriageable. As they become more educated, they look at men as less marriageable. Oh, you ain't got a degree? You don't make six figures? Well, I make 80K. So they're getting married less. This is, and then, they, and then even when they get, make more money, they don't date down. They don't go and help men. Okay, I'll help lift you up. They just call you dirty and dusty and not on your level or above. And then they stay single. But then when they stay single, it actually ruins the economy because then they start saying, well, we still need help. 
or they ride the cock carousel or they get a sugar daddy. They get a sugar daddy, which is going to be the next clip of a woman. I think she's a graduate. Is she going to be like, uh, let me see here. It's a woman, this woman that graduated from college, probably a useless degree, has student loans, and watch what she says is her solution. This is why the JUCO and the monetized woman is going to be the future. Here we go. In honor of me graduating college this, this week, I was like, you know what? We're going to rip the Band-Aid off. We're going to check our student loan debt. And I, kind of at a ballpark range, like I knew how much I owed, not down to like the exact dollar amount. I'm the type of person who gets nervous to check their bank account after a weekend out. So I took a look. I took a hard gander at exactly how much money I owe. I'm going to die with it. Like I can confidently say there wasn't even like a panic. It was just like my heart sank to my ass. I'm going to die with it. Like it's... I don't know any way I'm going to be able to pay that off other than selling my organs on the black market. This is why I don't understand why people shit on sugar babies because, like, I could get this all paid off tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> Maybe not tomorrow, but, you know. Uh, uh, she says, why do people shit on sugar babies? See, this is what's happening out here. Damn, daddy. It's not because women want to do it. It's they, gotta, they, they don't got no choice. They don't have any choice. They got to go see daddy. Okay, daddy. This is the monetized woman. See, the monetized woman is not there really by choice. She's there, but there by design. She ain't got nobody. And she's going to be like, hey, I got to come see you, daddy. Now, you'll date her and you'll kiss on her mouth and you might even marry her in the future. Okay, but that don't mean she ain't come see daddy. daddy. All right, that means she ain't done it. I got money. All right, so there she goes right there. I'm going to sell some organs, sell my eggs, go see a sugar daddy. That's going to be my solution. Why do people shit on girls who do this? Because they got to. This is where we're at, man. Hey, anybody that didn't see this coming, you're not Coach, Coach Adamas. All right, and so this is where the fixes binds comes in, and this is where ninjas start calling ninjas tricks. And I'm in a bind name. you see, everything's really connected. Now everything's connected. Why? Why don't we want to shit on sugar babies? Why? You know what I mean? Like within the year, if I just found a rich man, and everyone's like, patriarchy don't work for them. Ask not what you can do for the patriarchy, but what the patriarchy can do for you. If it benefits me, then maybe it's not the patriarchy. Maybe it's just a helping hand. Whoop. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Fixes Binds LLC out here. Fixes Binds LLC. <laughs> hey man. She not a prostitute. This my girlfriend out here. This my girlfriend. Okay, daddy. Hey, this my little girlfriend out here. Them young girls don't want you. Them young girls don't want you. She can, hey, I can have her out here selling her organs. Or I can fix his a bind. It's my little girlfriend that I see two times a week. She need a little bit of help. She need a little bit of help. All right, this ain't a prostitute. She'll say, I ain't a prostitute. I just got a little sugar daddy to fix my bind. All right, here we go. In honor of me graduating college this, this week, I was like, you know what? We're going to rip the Band-Aid off. We're going to check our student loan debt. And I kind of had a ballpark range. Like, I knew how much I owed. Not down to, like, the exact dollar amount. I'm the type of person who gets nervous to check their bank account after a weekend out. So I took a look. I took a hard gander at exactly how much money I owe. I'm going to die with it. Like, I can confidently say there wasn't even, like, a panic. It was just, like, my heart sank to my ass. I'm going to die with it. Like, it's... I don't know any way I'm going to be able to pay that off. Other than selling my organs on the black market. This is why I don't understand why people shit on sugar babies. Because, like, I could get this all paid off tomorrow. <laughs> Maybe not tomorrow, but you know yeah, what I mean. Like, daddy. within the year. If I just found a rich man and everyone's like, patriarchy don't work for them. Ask not what you can do for the patriarchy, but what the patriarchy can do for you. <laughs> Yo, man, and, and here's the deal, man. Here's the deal. This All I'm going to say is I called this. I called it. What did I call it? Feminism's reverse engineering of American women. Femin this, is the this is the second title here. This is the subtitle. 
the evolution, feminism's reverse engineering of American women. They're going backwards. This whole empowerment thing, I said, they're going backwards. They're not evolving. They're de-evolving, de-evolution. Because they think, oh, we're going to have empowerment and we're going to have access to the money and the future going to be female and we're going to have all the degrees and the real estate and whatnot. And I'm like, no, they're not. They're going to become prostitutes. I'm like, they're going to prostitute themselves. They're de-evolving. I'm like, go, there goes marriage. That's my hope. I was like, there goes marriage. <laughs> there goes everything. They think they're going to be independent and win. I'm like, no, they're not. They're going to de-evolve. They're going to reverse engineer themselves. Now, this is, people think that I made this up out of hate and misogyny. I was like, uh-uh. This is going to benefit groups and it's going to be a thorn for groups. Anybody who thinks that that book did not come true, you out of your mind. Called it. Called it. And by the way, you better listen to stuff I'm saying today. Because wait, when you get about four years from now, you're going to be like, this guy called it OnlyFans. Seeking arrangement. Instagram. They showing puss. Twitch. Naked girls. Gen Z are going to inevitably more go that way than they will go to college. 100%. This is a collapse of epic proportions. They're not getting free anytime soon. In fact, feminism freed men. It enslaved women. 100%. New, 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 new world order. Yes, indeed. Hi, my name is Haley. I'm a blonde. I have no tits. I make boys fall in love with me. They always know it fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cussed. These boys want a relationship, but I'm just trying to fuck. Oh, I know I done pissed somebody off. Coach Dradamus. Coach Dradamus. It's in the building. If anybody wanted to ever know why you call me Coach Stradamus, this is why. This is why. And where's the debaters on this one? Where's you master debaters on this one? Where did I get it wrong? <laughs> Where? I would sure love to know that I missed something. All right, called it. All right, what about the single ladies? All the single. Coming up, we have a single ladies. We got a review of um, Anton Daniels and Yada Awakening, and then we'll get to the Passport Bros, but I got to get through this. Uh, we do have the results here. What the single women are talking about. All the single ladies, uh, put your hands up. Remember I did that show on Beyonce lyrics? Remember I did that show on Beyonce lyrics and I read the single lady lyrics? Quite quite funny. I'm going to have to put out a video on it. I might, I might have put it out already. What's going on with single women in America? Shout out to the married women and the women following the plan of God, man, and woman. That is the natural order. Congratulations for you. Shout out to the people getting lucky and shout out to the men that are getting their turn with their women. All right. I, I listen, you, you guys can make it work for a period of time, uh, but it says right here, how it feels being single in 2023. And I think this woman is uh, fake crying, but let's hear it. Whether generation in history has ever had to swipe through dating apps and look at pictures of men on the internet that are from five years ago and then meet them out at stupid restaurants and pretend to like the stupid drinks they order just for them to three days later say that this is not gonna work out. Then why did we go on the date, Jason? Why? I'm sick of seeing everybody my age get engaged and tell me, just get back out there. Where? We're in hell. Oh, man. 
There ain't no tears, but uh, I think she's acting there. But, yeah, she's feeling a certain way. Let's go to this young lady right here, uh, or old woman. <laughs> and, by the way, if you missed my uh, video, my my commentary on um, Carrie Hilson, old women are gone. They, they, they finished. All right, here we go right here. This woman is going to say something. When people ask me what do I want to do with my life, I typically make some shit up on the spot because the real answer is I want to be a fucking housewife. I don't imagine myself working. I want to be fucking domesticated. I'm a domestic bitch. Only thing I want to do is work out all day, cook, clean, nest, and encourage a motherfucker. To just make both of our lives better. Like, that is, that's what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing. That's my dream job. But until then, I'll be paying these bills half-ass. I'm more than capable of taking care of myself, but why? When somebody else can help me. Independence and strength are a side that I choose not to believe. I need a partner. Especially when it comes to pumping gas and taking care of my car. I fucking refuse, bitch. Well, uh, again, this is another Kosher Diamond special. I told you they were going to do this. And I said, when the economy kicks their ass, remember, some of you guys have just found me. You guys don't understand. I said they were going to do this before they did it. I said, the by the way, I, I said it before people started getting popular in this space. I said, when the economy starts kicking their ass, they're going to switch it up. There goes feminism right on the belly up, right? Femi fem All it takes is it what I call it, five things that need to be present. And by the way, these five things that I said need to be present were almost unthought of when I came up with it. Who remembers them? I said, the only thing that will change the bullshit in the narrative are five things. And I said this before 2020. When I said it, people were like, what? And they were like, you're doom and gloom. I said, World War III, an ec economic collapse of epic proportion. And we're in one, whether they call it one or not. I said a plague. That was before COVID. A plague. I said a plague can fix this shit. COVID showed up a year later. I said a religious awakening, which I would be venture to say the red pill is a religious awakening for many, many people. Okay. And then I said mass immigration or terrorism. Mm. This is why they call me Kosher Damas. I was saying this before anybody saw any of these possibilities existing. This is before the Trump presidency. <laughs> All right. I was saying this is going to happen. And I was like, it's, I, oh, by the way, I said, we're due time for either one of these events. We got all four. We got four out of five, at least all five. <laughs> I was like, dude, and people were like, dude, you, why are you so dark? Why are you so? I was like, dude, I said, we're due time. That was my main point. I was like, we're due time for one of these events. And this was 2019, and I could actually show you the video and prove it. All right. I did a podcast November 2019 saying, yeah, man, one of these things are going to happen. Now, the point that I want to make about her is I said, women, once the economy collapses or if there's a world war or if there's a religious awakening, women start to go back and get some. I'm like, they're going to switch it. They're going to drop feminism and say they want to be housewives. Here we are. Here we are. I was like, they're going to drop it, and they're going to drop that act and say they want to be housewives. What happens when World War III was a threat? They're like, I'll be in there cook, cooking and cleaning. I'm like, man, I've, it's an act. But I, by the way, feminism was a psyops. It was the biggest shit test in the world's history, meaning it had no teeth. But we fell for it. Much of how people fell for it was because people felt sorry for women. Well, they deserve it. Well, just because you deserve something don't mean you should get it. And they've been oppressed. and. And so a lot of people did it to try to fix something only to find out 
that they kept asking for more and more and more. And I was like, there's the, there's the shit test. Oh, we just want this. And you give it to them. Then they want more. Then they want more. Then they want more. That's where the shit test went out of hand. But I said, yep, there'll be soft girl era. They're going to say this. They're going to return to the kitchen. They want to be in their feminine. They want to be spiritual. Watch. And here we are. I just want to be a housewife. I just need a little bit of help. But she got a bull nose earring. She ain't feminine at all. You done. So wrap. You're not com- it's not coming back, guys. It's not coming back. We're not, we're not going to make this leap back to traditional relationships anymore. Because it's not even financially viable to do so. We, we've disenfranchised men so, many, so much by stripping their opportunities from college, forcing college to be uncomfortable for them, basically focus on less academia and more trauma and mental health and advocacy and activism, great culture, telling men that they have privilege. Men said, hell with that. We also seen the surges of the internet, internet pornography, women selling themselves on the internet, riding a cock carousel in college, becoming unwifeable, not looking for a husband, looking for a husband that made equal and more. I was like, please. Now they want to switch it up. I don't want to work no more. By the way, um, women do this in marriages too. Women do this in marriages. You'll get with her. She'll have a degree and she'll be economically viable for you. You'll pick her. And then she'll say, I want to, I don't want to go to college. I don't want to work no more. <laughs> the traditional days are done. They're, they're, it's not coming back. All right. So we have to find a new way. One of the new ways is of salvation is passport bros. We're going to talk about them later. Free agent lifestyle. Men are just to find a way to I'll go to the, I'll go to where traditionalism is. Instead of trying to make American women traditional. So she wants to become at probably age 32. I'm going to be traditional now too late. When people ask me what do I want to do with my life, I typically make some shit up on the spot because the real answer is I want to be a fucking housewife. I don't imagine myself working. Too late. Guys, ladies and gentlemen, too late. That's all I'm going to say, man. That's all I'm going to say. And again, this is where people say, man, you don't know what you're talking about. It's dark and this is doom and gloom. It's too late. It ain't coming back. I'm just letting you know as Coach Adamas. I've been on hitting the hell on net on. I've been hitting the head on the nail so much. It ain't coming back. That's all. That's all old hat. So now what we have is sugar babies and fornication and cock carousel and dating apps and and and, and OnlyFans and and OnlyFans simps. That's that's what we got. That's our new reality until and then the more immigrants we bring on, say bye bye to those jobs that you guys are now leaving because they're gonna swoop all of that shit up. They are they're swooping it up now. Say goodbye to your um what government zaddy, like black people. Say goodbye to all that shit. They done with y'all. They moving in immigrants. They're, they're the new black people. <laughs> they're the new black people. So you're not going to be able to fall back on what? Blue collar trades, uh, physical skill labor. You're not going to be able to fall back on that. Jobs at McDonald's, uh, jobs at the mall, uh, stocking positions, delivery. Ninja, you get, you're done. AI f- fixing that problem. So now that you've got yourself where you're too good to work that job, you can't fall back on that job now. Hector and Jose, they building houses. They putting shingles on roofs. They working at McDonald's, and they trying to work 40 hours and double shifts and shit like that. Okay? All right? Their aunts hiring all the other girls in the, in the immigrant uh, section. Yo. And not only that, you have in these major metropolises that are somewhat refuge cities for immigrants. 
they are now taking over the resources. Those resources are not going to disenfranchise black men and women that have been disenfranchised and lazy asses for the last 70 years, thinking that this is going to be a, a, a natural state to be able to get resources to support yourself. That's all gone. That's all given to the immigrants now. They giving them monies and dollars to the immigrants. You better figure some shit out. It ain't coming back either. It ain't coming back. They're like, y'all, th- these systems are like, y'all had y'all chance and you slept for 70 years. Now, y'all can fight for it, but it ain't going to go to you. It's going to them. This is New York, Illinois, uh, Georgia. Uh, it, I'm telling you, I don't care if it should go to them or not, but that's where it's going. This is where we're going. This is the future. This is the future. And I'm telling you what the future is. You better get your act up out here. All right. All right, you better get your act right, Juice. This is a woman named Amanda Seals. She's an annoying woman. All right, I'm going to tell you this right now. I don't almost agree with almost everything she says. Here we go. I just feel like I don't have energy for men who are casual about me. Yes, that is the mood. Not a sentimental one. Well, maybe it is sentimental. If you're not... Intrigued, if you're not intentional, if you're not pressed, what are we doing? Yeah, that's the vibe. Anything real informal and laissez faire, I'm just, I'm not there. And anyone who's like, that's, I don't care. I don't care what you think. As I have always said, a revolutionary woman will not be won passively. See, guys, (laughs) she don't realize it's you're done. You're not highly selected. Not for a guy that's come helping you out, baby. Now, you can get them guts pushed. You will get folded. I will hear you farting in the middle of the night, and I might sleep over every now and then. But you're not on the high selection list. It's, it's... Game over. You, you, you missed the boat. The boat's not coming back. Boat was loaded. It's not coming back with anything. <laughs> Game over. You can still be open for sex and practice, but you cannot pick no more. Your picker is. Game over. It's not a good picker. You don't have a good picker. And then the revolutionary. Also, oh, you want to be a loud mouth, too. Mm. You want to be a loud mouth. Okay. That's why you ain't going to get picked. That's why you're going to get picked for only uh, getting your guts pushed. You done. All right. Uh, we got another one here. We got another one here. These, these are things that I know people are going to fight me on. It's no fight. I don't know what you're debating. And I'll still fold and I'll move her in and I'll be with her and she can pay for my PlayStation. It's a wrap. There's too many. To, not for a guy who's been there. I've already like the men. She's 42, by the way. The 42 year old men. Them ninjas getting passports. <laughs> them ninjas going overseas. 
Them ninjas is gonna be coming free agents. Them ninjas is coming SYSBM. They ain't gotta put up with your mouth. They're like, I ain't putting up with that. And then, of course, they're gay and ashy and dusty for doing so. We're gonna get to that later. Third hour. Got another one here. Ling Ling. Asian girl bo- boss girl. Asian boss girl. Oh boy. Being 38 and reflecting on my perspective on romantic relationships now, I've realized that it can actually be more challenging to receive love than to give love. I'm generally a very independent person. It's really hard for me to accept like help. I have to force myself to open up, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I found has actually been harder than just like, oh, let me show you love. Let me like mm-hmm. do an act of kindness for you. Mm-hmm. Let me give you a hug. Let me do the things that will make you feel love. Like it's easier to do that. But then to like be the on the receiving end of it and to really ha- like let myself feel that it's like it's not as easy as I thought it would be, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like in your more recent relationships, you felt the need to open up more so than you have in your 20s? Like you feel like that wall was always up for you? Totally. And the weird thing is like, I didn't know how solid that wall was until I started letting it or like mm-hmm. trying to let it down. Mm-hmm. And even to this day, I'm like, I don't think it's, I think it's going to take a while for it to like come completely down. Being It's going to be a while for it to come completely down. It's going to be a while for it to come completely down. Game over. You mean like how many years? How many years you think it could take? Give or take. What? Five? Ten? You're 38 now. How much time do you think you got left? I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm a, come on, man. This is Queen Blue Balls. She's going to be your blue ball queen. She's proved. She's smart. Westernized. Ninja said, I'm getting my passport and I can get a version of her over in Thailand without all the bullshit. You see why a guy would go to Thailand and go there as opposed to stay here and get her? And I'm not saying she's Thai. I'm just saying. I'll just go over there. Instead of having the westernized version talking about all these walls she built up and I give and take and all of this stuff. I've been like this. I'm 38. It's going to be a while. She's going to have to wait on me. Eh, this is wild. I don't care what they look like. This is all what men have to try to overcome. And dudes ain't putting in that work. We ain't about to wait for all that. We do have a sister right here with green eyes, hazel eyes, gray eyes, whatever they are. She's going to say, somebody asked, are you single? She says, like, really, I don't see why you are if you are. So this is a guy who only sees women as objects of uh, attraction. Uh, you're attractive, therefore you shouldn't be single. This is where men err. Just because a woman, and by the way, I told you, older attractive women, I run from them. I run. Only if she asks me for anything more than this Johnson, I'm running. And even then, sometimes I'll be looking at her sideways. So older attractive women are also, they're, they're a bigger red flag. I can't see why you're single. You're so attractive. So what? So what? <laughs> right? That don't mean she should not be single. And she's going to say exactly why she's single. And this is going to be probably one of the fewest women that have held themselves accountable for why they're single than you've ever heard anyone do. So let's go ahead and let her explain why she's single. Well, I appreciate the compliment. But I am single because, you know, my name is Diamond. And old Diamond, we call her Cubic Zirconia. And Cubic Zirconia would go out, she had a boyfriend, and she'd go out and suck another man's dick. 
and come home and kiss her boyfriend in the mouth. And cubic zirconia, anyway, and cubic zirconia also one time slept with her man's best friend, forgot to wash the sheets, and um, her best, her, her boyfriend slept in his best, best friend's net. And cubic zirconia also was just a lying, manipulative, abusive piece of shit, which is why now I help people uh, learn how to not get manipulated and stuff because I was such a piece of emotionally abusive, disgusting, fat horseshit that I can only repent by helping people not suffer the way I made people suffer. So, you know, but that that's why I don't have a man. <laughs> because I ran away all the good men. Whoa, Lord have mercy. And I'm going to have to give her a round of applause, did you? Because you don't hear. You don't hear a lot of women say this. She ain't lying. She told the truth. She told the truth. I was a lying manipulator. I cheated. I wasn't a victim. Okay. I have my chance. I have my chance. Okay. A lot of guys think that, no, she lying. She told the truth. You got to know when women tell her the truth. She is not lying. She tried to actually say my friend. Okay. She said, I manipulated so good. I now teach men how to not get manipulated because I was so good at it. This is a fact that not a lot of women will admit because I say a woman has met all of their potential mates by the age of 25. Now, this, this, this is in general because some women do find a man in their 30s and 40s. You do find a man, and they're like, not me, coach. There's a woman listening to me right now. Not me, coach. I found the man of my dreams when I was 42. So it's not over for you, ladies. You can find a man in your dreams when you're 42. And that's you. But I'll ask you, ma'am, that man you fought, found at 42, would you have given him a chance at 25? That's the magic question. And that's you. That's the magic question. The man you found at 42, you wouldn't have even paid him no mind at 25. See, that means you settled for that man at 42. And that's you. We call him the that's you guy. He took the leftovers. He did you a favor. In fact, he took a deal that no other man was going to be willing to take. The reality is the guys that you had available to you when you were before 25 were the best you were going to possibly get. You settled. You probably were two-time divorcee or at least once. You probably were a single mother. And then at 42, you found the guy, the love of your life. But he wouldn't have been in love of your life at age 25. Yeah. And that's you. Mm. And that's what we have to acknowledge. Okay, so you found a person. You wouldn't have found that person. You wouldn't have been available for him when you were, quote, unquote, in your prime. Quote, unquote, when you were living your best life. Yeah. Now, 
Who is this? I don't even know who that is. All right. So anyway, that is the truth, Roof. That is the truth. Anyway, I think that's the end of that segment. We are going. It, is it? No, there's not. There's more. Maybe there's more women cried on the internet. So sorry. Hey, she talking over me. Don't talk over me, Kevin Samuel style. How many more videos do I have? Goodness. Maybe I'll save these for later because there's just so many videos of uh, these these types, this archetype where they're, um, you know, just complaining for men. What they're complaining for men is to accept or settle. All right. This is another one right here. Okay, so they live their best years. They go to college, get their degree, run into problems, and then all of a sudden, here we go. This may be me being ungrateful or overthinking, but I feel like I'm usually never wrong, so I'm probably right. (laughs) But, like, the guy that I'm currently dating, I feel like, and I know it's early. (sighs) It's not enough. Sorry. Sorry, I'm just going to go out there and say it. I just, I'm not getting enough. Like, I want more, like more romance. Like, I want the flowers. I want the like, um, what are you doing this Friday? You know, I have reservations at this place for such, such time. Like, he's just not giving me the energy that I would like. And I feel like... I don't know if it's like he's not giving me the energy or I'm too focused on only him because I'm not dating other people. Yep. See, I, I've been telling you that, you know, the one of the weaknesses of weak people is that they use, she's in usury, right? She's in usury. Uh, the, usury comes with romance. So now it's his fault. He ain't doing enough. He ain't putting enough, enough rose petals out. He, he not taking me out. He, he not spending too much time. He not, he not trying to wipe my ass with attention. Pookies are giving me attention. I'm going to go where the attention flows because he ain't doing enough. And that's the best guy for her. That's the best guy. That's the best guy that's going to give her the life that she wants. It ain't enough. Mm. And I feel like, and I feel like, and she'll destroy it. Then come back to that ninja when he 40 and she 40. We make a great power couple. You had what you had. You had the best, but you wanted the romance. The romance is not real. It's not real. These things are last for a year and a half tops. It's all facade. It's all fake. But then you'll give her everything, but then she wants, I want more romance. (laughs) Say no movie. Say no movie. Men aren't movies. Men do not put on productions for you. We don't sit around all day talking about, hmm. All right, I'm going to take a girl this way. I'm going to take a girl here. And then I'll make salmon and quinoa. And then I'll buy bottles of wine and I'll plan out uh, a candlelit dinner. I can't wait to do this on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday. And then I'll take her out shopping and, and I'll buy, gift her uh, perfume and shoes. And, and, I'll, and I'll take her to a theatrical performance. And uh, then I'll stay up all night giving her the daddy strokes and eating her punani. And, and then I'll wake up the next day and do my job and, Then I'll be there for uh, my company physically, emotionally, financially. Then I'll be for her. I'll pay all her rent. I'll pay all her rent. And uh, I'll pay all her bills so she don't have to worry. Then I'll pour into her. I'll pour into her. I'll pour into the children. It's never enough. It's never enough. And they find their ass out here single. Looking for BET ninjas. BET ass ninjas. All right, man, look. Never good enough. We're approaching the third hour mark. I got to continue, but I'm going to do some super chats here. We got, uh, we'll get into the, we'll do the main event and then we'll come back to the Anton Daniels 
yada awakening if we want to go into overtime. That's what we'll do. All right, we'll do that for you because we got a peak audience right now. The audience seems to be growing, and that is because you're hitting the like button. That is primarily because you're hitting the like button. So we appreciate it. You are appreciated. Okay, what are we doing here? Let me get through these real quick. Thank you for the support. We got our brother John Doe. I got you. Mikey says I'm an FAMU alumni, and we played Howard in a celebration bowl in Atlanta this weekend. He says pray for me because I'm going to be on Demon Time hunting sevens. A lot of poom poom will be popping out there. Shout out to you and every HBCU. And there's going to be fat booty out there. Shout out to Reggie. Shout out to Reggie. Twin B says, did Boyce earn a simp of the year nomination? I don't think he did because really he did his duty. He did his duty. Although he did say something funny this year. Shot X, dang coach. The Carolina Panthers haven't scored a total of 63 points this year. Give us the buzzer. Alexander Ruffin says, just dropping by to show some love for the Southeast Asians. And from Southeast Asia. It's 3.50 a.m. in the morning here, but there's some barbecue in there. Shout out to the barbecue. There's barbecue in there. Now, MC Amster says women's shaming language may be as well, may as well be trolling. It doesn't mean anything. They're just trying to get you to cooperate. Blue Baggins ain't nothing like a doom and gloom CGA to start the weekend. Appreciate you, brothers. The J-Lex podcast says, well said, get a trade or invest. A college degree was never a guarantee of employment. Never. He says, stop following status-driven ideology and foolishness. Oh, well. And by the way, you're talking to a college-educated individual. I have a bachelor's degree, master's degree, and I'm three credits away from my associate's degree. I decided not to get the associate's degree, and I just went and transferred to a university. All right, but I'm three credits short. Maybe I'll go back. Shout out to AJB says, women say they wanted educated men, but get effed. Used and abused in 304 around with uneducated thugs, criminals, etc. Just a question. Why something need concerts? Why something Africans need concerts? I don't know what that means. You says A A hyphen C A N S. Akins? Africans? Shout out to the Great King Podcast. What's up, coach? I just found out I passed my fire. Fighters exam. Shout out to you, brother. Shout out there. And he says, I'll be fighting fighters here in Philly soon enough. Look what you did to my car. Shout out to you. All right, put that fire out. Shout out to Lee HCGA. Can you explain in detail how feminism made men free? My friend is slow. He says, P.S., I missed yesterday's show. Can I get a Ling Ling Thursday clip? Oh, they hit it, man. I got them all in my little pocket there. I can't I can't pull it out at will. But feminism actually uh, freed men from the ability to have to support women, right? So in essence, what it, what it has done is given men more options. When initially, in order to get sex from a woman, you almost had to inherently marry her most of the time at a young age where both of you guys were building, right? So, um, you know, there was there was... There were things that the patriarchy established to build communities. Like, you can't be out here hoeing for the women and the men. You can't cheat on your wife. Men would set you straight back in the day for cheating on your wife. Um, You can't give up sex. Like, you couldn't be out here hoeing publicly, men or women. Uh, A woman would make you wait. Guys, back in the day, when I was a youngster, although, you know, this wasn't everybody. Shout out to the people that this did not apply to. It doesn't mean it wasn't a standard. There were women that would say, you ain't getting no punani for 90 days. 
there was a book that came out and said, don't give men no pussy for 90 days. I don't care what he does. He could take you on a cruise. He could take you shopping. He could pay your rent. No punani for 90 days. Now, there's some guys, it's not me. I was getting some in the 90s. We're not talking about you. We're talking about what the standard was, what people were pushing out. Yeah, people were doing opposite, but it wasn't public. You couldn't be out there. A woman couldn't be out there talking about I was throwing it back on them. So in reality, men don't got to wait 90 days no more. Like that ain't, that ain't a standard anymore. So the standard has been laxed. Thus, Ninja can give Punani first date hookup culture, which women are responsible for more than men. Hookup culture lets you get it right away. Friends with benefits was not a standard or even a terminology in the 80s and 90s. Now it is. Hooking up was not a standard. It, now it is. You see what I mean? You see what's going to But ninjas used to have to wait 90 days. Matter of fact, there was a book called The Rules by two, well, I can't say. I'm not going to say what race, what people, we know I can't say that. Uh, before Steve Harvey, and Steve Harvey bit this book right here. Um, before Steve Harvey put the book out about his, uh, uh, for women, there was this book, The Rules. The time-tested secrets for capturing the heart of Mr. Wright. One of the secrets was 90 days. So, so Steve Harvey got that from this book. See, I've been around. Y'all can't put, you know what I mean? Y'all ain't been around. But this book came out in the 1990s. Let me see what, when, did, when this book uh, was published. Uh, let's see here. Let me see what year it was. All right, for some reason. Let's see here. It's not giving me the accurate date here. It's giving me the date that it was put on Amazon. All right, I want the date the book was released. Let me see here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, they're not giving me the year. This, but it came out in the 90s. Came out in the 90s. Uh, 25 years uh, before. So it came out in 1997. 1997. 1997. Well before Steve Harvey's book. Well before. And as a result, they were trying to reestablish the standard of 90 day before. Set, before yeah. Okay. So ninjas, your, your job as a man said, we used to try to avoid the rules. You used to try to avoid the women that would put the rules on you. So they were losing the culture race because people were starting to get into the spirit of fornication. Women in churches. It started to be an open secret. Right now, it's not a secret anymore. People fucked. Before, people didn't put that shit out there. Ain't nothing going on but the rent. Now, women... So it freed us to not have to marry anymore for sex. It freed us to not have to date anymore for sex. It freed us to not to be able to go other places when the woman weren't cooperating. And what did it do? It put women in work cubicles. <laughs> it put them in work cubicles and they come and brag. Well, I work in a work cubicle. Well, congratulations. Yeah. It freed men. It gave us more options. Now, it did frustrate a group of men, but as a result, the frustrated men started to categorize themselves as free agents. MGTOW, Monk Mode, uh, Players, um, uh, uh, Passport Bros, SYSBM. So they sought freedom, not married, not getting married again. These type of guys, Red Pill. That freedom did free men to be able to like, hey, y'all, you know we can travel over here with a passport. Hey, y'all, you know you don't have to get married no more. Hey, y'all, you know you can play these girls like a fool because they, they horny and they peace leaves itching. It freed men. 
Now you know why I have to do all of this bullshit. So anyway, and it's not 100% freedom, but it just gave men more options. And they gave women less options. Now they can't get married. Now they can't get a man to take her out to a proper date. Now they can't get men to commit. Now they can't get men to commit to them after they give up pussy. You see how far that works? Now they can't be available for men because they at a job or a university. Now they can't fix their reputation no matter how they tell us that body count doesn't matter. Now we going, it matters. That's freedom. That's freedom. We're like, no, it matters. No, it don't. It shouldn't matter. It matters. That's freedom. Before, you had to take the woman. It freed men from becoming stepdaddies. It freed men from becoming stepdaddies. You used to have to become a stepdaddy. You used to have to say, well, those pookies ran to her, but she turned her life over to Christ, and now she's a good, righteous, church-going, God-fearing woman, and she a good woman, so I'm going to marry her, and I'm going to take care of them nappy-head-ass kids because his deadbeat ass won't do it. You used to have to marry a stepmama to get some pussy. Look at how much freedom you got, Ninja. <laughs> you got to realize that that's freed you. You can work one job and live in an apartment and be a dusty. <laughs> it freed men and enslaved women. The women that became stepmamas and thought they was going to get married 20 years down the line, they ended up not getting married. Mm. Now they out here struggling, talk about the rent too high. <laughs> what? And that's you. That's freedom. That's what freedom looks like. But see, a lot of guys sitting around complaining and your complaints are, you're, they're misguided. Because what you don't realize is you got freedom. You're free to go. You're free to go. And what you want is you want women to come back to 1994. That's why you mad. Coach, man, these women should be doing stupid. You're free. Walk off. Go do what you want to do. Live your best life. Go get some goddamn money. Stop worrying about them no more. They ain't coming back. You're free to go. You worried about black women dating other races of people. You're free. Go date other races of women. You're free. Oh, by the way, you used to not be able to interracially date out in the open. Now we're free to do so, male and female. That's freedom. That's called freedom. Like, you could go get a white girl. You could go get an Asian woman. You could go get a Latina. Do you know in the 80s, they will make a movie out of your monkey ass, Jungle Fever. Jungle Fever. Guess who came to dinner? Like, it was a thing. You couldn't just go out there and date another race of women, and black women more, more so as well. But it doesn't matter. Like, y'all could go. We could do it. We could go. We don't have to just be restricted to this group of women. That's freedom. Now we can go across another country. By the way, that's new technology. Used to have to need to go on a boat for six months and cross the dangerous Atlantic Ocean. Now we can fly up over that mother and get to where we going. That's freedom. <laughs> Here we go, man. We literally, it's freed us, but a lot of guys, you're angry because, you know why? Because you aren't, you aren't mobile. You can't move. You refuse to move. You're, you're afraid to leave Gary, Indiana. You're afraid to leave Memphis and Tupelo. You're afraid to leave Atlanta. When it's wide open now, it's wide open. You can do what you want to do, and that's the beautiful thing about Passport Bros. That they've taken the message from Atlanta, and they went to the Dominican, and they went over there. Now, 
We'll get to them in a minute. But now they freed you. You can move other places and live. As a minority, you used to not be able to live in white communities. Now you can. And nobody does anything. Okay? There's no harm, no foul. We've been freed. And the more mobile you become, the better it is for you. Oh, by the way, you've also been freed to be able to take care of a young woman and give her a little bit of lunch money, rearrange her guts on an occasional level, and nobody sees. You don't even have to pull up to the street corner. That's what you used to have to do. Now you can get you a college girl and say, do you want some books? And it's legal. I'll pay for your books this semester. Come on over. Legal. People still, well, that's prostitute ninja. So is dating and marriage at this particular point. But keep fighting it. What people want is the old days to come back. You're a freedom fighter. What you want is you're going to force the old ways to come back. My philosophy is, and more power to you, you're fighting an uphill battle. I don't think that is the proper use of your energy anymore. I wish I could save this, but even Elijah left for 40 days until that shit fell apart, until Jezebel was destroyed. He didn't fight it. He said, you know what? I'm going to go out into the desert until this bitch is gone, until that shit comes falling down. He called it. He walked off, and he said, it should have gone fall apart, and it did. King Ahab was done. Jezebel was taken. But y'all try to fight it. Y'all try to bring it back. And, you, and what we do is police the men. Well, y'all doing this and you doing that. We police the passport bros. We police the men at the JUCO. We police the, the monk mode. We police the MGTOW. Oh, man, no. Some men knew that we need to adapt or die. Hey, we freed ourselves. You're free. You're free. What's the, there's no fighting it. The, have you noticed that? The more men have fought this, the worse it's gotten. You guys are pouring water on a grease fire. <laughs> Your guys are pouring water on a grease fire. The more you fight it, you guys, listen, I, and I'm going off here. I'm trying to cook. We used to, four years ago, think Instagram selfies was a problem. I want you to think about this. We used to think Instagram selfies was the end-all, be-all. We're doomed. These women are getting free attention from posting a picture like this with a flower and a snake over their head and deer ears and a deer nose and bunny rabbit ears and a dog tongue. Oh, my God, that's the end of it. Remember that shit? Food picture. We was like, oh, they're getting this attention, free, sim free attention from Sims. Ninja, that's innocent compared to what we getting on social media now. And I told you that was going to happen. We getting areolas, uh, roast beef shots. We getting OnlyFans. We getting titties shaking. We getting the whole. That's innocent. Ninja, we wish we could have went back to that today. Ninja, because we had a chance. Shit. Now, it's gone, Ninja. It's, it ain't. We getting BBLs and duck lips, and we getting uh, uh, lip injected. AI. We got AI bitches. What? <laughs> the more y'all fought to try to real build women back, 
from posting the dog tongue. Where, where's the dog tongue? <laughs> the dog tongue filter. All right, they used to do the duck lips. Oh, that's the end of us. Yeah, here, here we go. Here we go. Now they, now they with real dogs. Look, remember this? Oh, man, it's over. These women can put the dog tongue, and they get all these simps. <laughs> now they putting a, one in the pink, one in the stink. Now they uh, peace leave is pink and booty hole brown. Ninja, it's gone. Adapt or die. Y'all probably y'all tried to put a stop to that shit. Y'all literally tried to put a stop and you wasted all your time. You're free. You're free to go. <laughs> now they have the dog licking them on the internet. Please. What? Man, you're free. Anyway. Shout out to our brother Montreal Mendem. He says, Coach, you spit in the day. I think, thank you for this conversation. I watch your show every day, fam. Shout out to you in Montreal. Shout out to you. JC, Coach, I got my black belt in JUCO tonight. Okay. 100%. And shout out to Montreal again. Mendem, shout out to you. Thank you, brothers here. All right. <laughs> All right, we got a couple more. And I'm going to get to the main event. I'm going to get to it. I swear to God. Shout out to our brother here, main event, Fro. Bro, shout out to you, Jarius. Says, new nickname alert, The Watcher. The Watcher. All right, Coach Adamas, The Watcher. Shout out to Roderick with the tithes and offerings from Memphis. Shout out to you with that co-sponsorship. I'm rich, Yeah, D, indeed. Shout out to our brother Craig. Says, this stream is fire. Take a victory lap, Coach. Shout out to you. All right, there's some, still some people that's going to fight it. Hey, by the way. Don't fight me as a man or a woman listening to my podcast today. I'm not here to fight this shit. You can fight what I'm saying. It's a losing battle. I'm not going to acknowledge you. You're acknowledging me. But the reality is here. You don't have to fight me to prove me wrong. You have to fight society from continuing to regress or progress in a direction it is. That's the only way you can prove me wrong. You can't fight me on what tactic to use. Ninja, we can use a, a fire extinguisher, a fire hose, grease, fire. I don't care. I'm not here to debate how we should do this to fix it or what tactic you use. I'm going to tell you, just free yourself. But there's no fighting or disputing what I'm telling you. This is, un, this is undebatable. And if you say anecdotally, hey, it ain't happening to me. Well, that's you, Ninja. Listen, we ain't saying that it can't happen. And that's you. We're not saying you can't have a good marriage for the people who are married. I'm not saying you don't have a good marriage. You got one. I don't say if you got a little girlfriend. You got your little girlfriend and little boyfriend and y'all making it work. Hey, only time will tell. But I ain't here to try to say. I'm here talking for everybody. I'm not even talking about myself. Okay. I ain't even talking about myself and my reality. I'm talking about what's the reality for everybody else. No government name. SD coach TikTok has live where pretty junior college girls go on just to talk. They might only have four to five people watching, but dudes get to speak to a pretty girl and she gets attention. I think you called this year ago that this is where and uh, what society uh, social scene is going to move to. Yep. And that's only helped it with COVID. Quarantine. You have to understand, 
and not a lot of this demographic watches me. They tend to watch people like Fresh and Fit, and this isn't to demean them. This is my my demographics isn't this group of men, like 16 to 25. That's more, they're more going to be more attracted to Fresh and Fit and not me. But what people miss, mostly older black men and women, is that the culture is no longer ours. The things that are created today aren't created for us. We had the newspaper and magazines. We had the Blackberries and pagers. We had the first flip phones. And we had the damn, uh, uh, the, the, the flip text message. And the Latrell Spree Rail rims. Ninja, that was our time. Today, everything's catered and geared towards teenagers and people in their mid-20s. That's where the future is going. That's anything created is created for them. Any agenda or propaganda is created for them. We can fight that shit over here, but we're all going to be dead in 40 years. Okay. We're all going to be dead. So what you talking about, go to the club and go pull bitches. You got to remember, we're talking to 16 and 24 year olds. Their reality is smartphone, iPad, uh, 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 social media apps. Their reality is COVID and going to school for two years with an iPad. Their reality is buying uh, um, digital currency on Roblox and Minecraft and uh, Fortnite and Call of Duty and NBA 2K and Madden. That's their reality. <laughs> okay. The baggy clothes and shit ain't coming back. The high top fades ain't really coming back. It might. They're, the, the world is progressing and set up for them. Not us. So when people, these 40-year-old women talking about, well, I want romance and I want shit is done. That shit ain't catered for you. If they come out with a new dating app today, it's not for you. It's for you to ruin. And what's happening is the new dating app is seeking arrangements. The women in the age group of that age before 30, they're using that as a dating app or just a pastime or just a hookup and get a couple of dollars. That's their dating app. That's their bumble. That's their plenty of fish. That's their Tinder. They don't look at Tinder like shit. Like Tinder to them already existed when they got their smartphone. They looking for what they're going to do. They're getting their shit for Oculus Rift. They're getting their shit for Oculus glasses. This ain't the 90s no more. So when you're seeing where, well, I don't see what you've seen because I'm hanging out with women 18 to 25. Shit. I'm not hanging out with 40-year-old plenty of fish-ass women. That shit dead. Our time is dead. Match.com is dead. eHarmony is dead. Young people aren't going to eHarmony. They're not going to Tinder and Bumble. They ain't going to East Bay catalogs. They ain't going to Sears catalogs. They're not going to Blackberries. They're not going to romance and dates. You got to understand that they're going to make the bigger impact on the marketplace, not 30 to 45, not 30 to 45. That's not where the impact's going to be made and changed. The impact's going to be changed 16 to 30. They ain't going out on dates like that no more. They'll sit up on the phone and, yo, come on, man. 
Come on. And that's why I'm trying to wake people up on. You're trying to make a change. And it's 50-year-old men and 42-year-old women trying to have conversations about dress sizes <laughs> and high-value men. Ninja, please. <laughs> Man, I'm saying the battle is 16 to 30. And that's where the that's where the change is happening. And it's happening right up under your goofy ass noses, and you don't see it. It's right under your nose, but you ain't paying attention because we got too many single men and women trying to figure out how to navigate dating at 40 and 50. Finding high value men, old ass people trying to have fun at the nightclub and shit. This shit is getting ridiculous. <laughs> Indeed. I hate to I hate to teach it like this, but it's the truth. Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's yeah. not walking through that door, and Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. <laughs> and if you expect them to walk through the door, they're gonna be gray and old. These young kids on poly, they lick them low lovers, they bisexual, they virgins, incels, ninjas betting and playing video games, girls starting and skeezing, girls are introverts. That's where it is happening. That's where the next 30 years are going to be coming from. Not our old ass. Nobody listening to my old ass on how to mac broads. <laughs> and how to keep and going to the club. Going to the club. Girls go to the clubs now. Girls go to the clubs now. Not for the reason why women in our age went to the club. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Shout out to. Shout out to. And by the way, who 18 to 30 is listening to me? Now, there's some people here, but my demographic is not that. They ain't about to listen to me. I ain't put one, one woman on the screen. You don't got no OnlyFans hoes. I got no skeezers. I got no sex, no titties and ass. They're not about to listen to me no four hours. Not like that. Not a massive group of them. Shout out to C-Dub says in the past. Year and a half, I went from an accident to laid off to evicted to homeless sleeping in my truck to a six-figure job, staying in motels and stacked. And he says, and now new town hosts all because I kept the blue chip mindset. Give this man uh, his flowers, man. Shout out to you, free agent lifestyle. Congratulations to you. Shout out to the young people watching me too. But I can guarantee you, younger women ain't watching me. Younger women ain't watching me like that. The only reason a younger woman's watching me is this. All right, they want to be, they want daddy. They want every woman's fantasy to come. They want daddy to come treat them. They want daddy. But, you know, you, I, I don't have OnlyFans holes. So I'm not going to get that group in mass to come over here and listen to this direction. The men who are in that age group that are going to listen to this, they're going to get themselves in a better position. Because let's just be honest. Guys that are in that age group that watch red pill content creators that aren't me, we found out that they're watching red pill content creators that have skeezers on their um, uh, videos. And what are these men doing? We found out that those men were watching those videos, not for instruction, but to feel good and belittle women, belittling, super chatting the belittle the same women that they subscribe to their OnlyFans later. Mm. What? That's what we found out. 
That's what we found out. So in essence, they wanted to feel good about their position, talk shit about the women on the screen, and then subscribe and pay for those OnlyFans subscribers. In essence, and I'm not dissing the podcast, they got to do what they got to do. I support them doing what they got to do. I'm not putting them down. But what we found out was a great portion of their audience became consumers to the very women that they were watching and belittling and laughing at. Some of them, not all. And then, here's the kicker. Some of those women were doing what? Intentionally going to those shows to get belittled, knowing they were going to get paid at the end of it. So these podcasts get millions of views and got millions of subscribers. But what we found out was it was a counter. It was a counter result. They were saying one thing and doing another thing. They were laughing at the women and calling them names, but also subscribing to them and following them on Instagram. So it ended up being the, a, a thing that actually worked opposite. So I'm not going, it's, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not providing that, so they're not watching me. Neither are they helping themselves in mass. Some of them are, some of them aren't. It's a win for them. So they get laughed at and talked about, and then boom, they, they look at their OnlyFans and their Instagram followers go up. <laughs> and again, I'm not dissing those podcasts because I know some of these people behind the scenes. But what I'm saying is I don't provide that. That's why I'm not getting those people. I'm not getting those people. They're not going to listen to me. They're not going to listen to me talk for four hours. But let's, let's get into this main event. Let's get into this main event. All right. Um, and then I might come back to the Anton thing or I might push it or maybe I'll come back tonight since I took, I took, matter of fact, oh, I, don't, I missed my other phone. All right. My Ling Ling is probably texting me. But anyway, uh, what did I say? Stalking the Passport Bros. Maybe I'll come back tonight since I took yesterday off and I'll do the Anton thing because I really want to talk about it. Let's talk in the Passport Bros. Speaking of, uh, wonderful content creator here. Uh, two wonderful content creators that I want to highlight. And one is uh, Skyler. I can't pronounce his last name, but Skyler is, um, he's a guy that, uh, he used to go by one master teacher, one MT. A great young man. I think he's under 35. He provides financial information on the passport thing. I think he lives in Brazil. He lived in the United Kingdom, I believe, for a long time. He's going to give you some information that has been now revealed about Brazil. Brazil has now made an adjustment to their visa program. This is one of the things that I actually caution people uh, in the passport as the passport things start to take place. I said, these countries are going to adapt. These countries are going to adapt because they see the money coming in. They see the type of people coming in. Women are going to adapt. They have the internet too. So what we're saying is going to happen. What they're going to do is adapt. And he's going to give you some instructions on what Brazil is doing to adapt to the great amount of people that have now gone over there with their dollars and their hearts and or their Johnsons. Let's let Skyler and uh, give him a subscribe. Uh, Skyler DeRowan. Man, I can't pronounce that. All right, but let's give you the video here. Pause. I got some bad news for Passport Bros. Brazil is going to soon implement their e-visa immigration policy for the tourist visa, and it is not looking good. All right. What we're going to do in this video is we're going to talk about the entry requirements. I have it here for you guys. 
provide you guys a website to uh, register, and I'm going to provide my thoughts. Um, if you want to speak to me directly, if you have questions, if you want a lawyer um, to, to get your digital nomad visa or your tourist visa, or you have questions, you can message me directly on Patreon. And, and Skyler and Skyler one MT is a passport OG. He was he was early on talking about Ukraine. I mean, listen. I've been following Skyler 1MT since he, he was talking about Ukraine before the war, right? He's like, go to Ukraine, go to Poland. And this was before the war took out, like new, years new, before, new, new world years before. But he's been also talking about Thailand. I believe he had a song or Colombia or he had a song that would talk about some of these places. He'd been talking about passport traveling long time ago. All right. Um, but uh, anyway, let let him break down what Brazil is going to do for your now e-visas and what you're going to need to travel and stay lengthy times for Brazil. Here we go. If you guys don't know. Um, let me link him real quick. Let me link him because he deserves some subscribe. He's a, he's been around for many years. Let me see. Let me link him real quick. Let me share. Hold on for a second. Why am I tripping? I can't. Okay, let me I, let me share the video. How about I do that? Let me get the video. Why can't I do this? Hold on for a second. Let me take this down. Let me take this down. Oh, I done messed up for real. Look, I can't do shit around here. All right. Uh, let me link him to Let me link his channel. I can't do shit around here. All right, here we go. You're going to see it pass up here. I got stuff in the way. I'm going to link him right there. Replace pin message. So it's going to replace my PayPal link over there. And then I'll link him over here. And he also talks about uh, other things as well. But he's now uh, one of these guys that's traveled significantly. And I think he lived in the United Kingdom much of his, I think he was a military too. He's a military veteran. I think Air Force, if I'm not mistaken. I might be wrong. I might be wrong, but I think he's military, ex-military. So you got the link to Skyler's channel. All right, it says right here, stalking the, uh, sorry, this is the E-Visa for Brazil. If you guys don't know, Brazil had a e-visa program about two or three years ago. When I first came to Brazil, there was an e-visa policy, but it wasn't this stringent. Okay, they have put the clamp down on passport bros. All right, so here are the requirements. The first requirement is you're going to have to go to this Brazil e-visa website and register. Okay, you're going to have to go through a long portal, putting all your information into the system. Right. You're going to need a valid passport signed valid up to the end of travel. Two pages of your of your of your passport have to be free. So if you're a well, if you're if you are a seasoned traveler, you've been around and you don't have two free visa pages and you want to come to Brazil, you're going to have to get a new passport. That's pretty problematic. And the reason why they're going to put those they need those two visa pages free is because. Um, they're going to put something inside your passport and they need those free uh, slots. They're going to put a piece of paper in there and uh, staple it together, all right? So you're going to have to complete that visa application form that we talked about. And uh, you're going to have to go to Kinko's or wherever else and get two more passport-style photos created. There's an e-visa payment of $80.90. 
So you're going to have to pay a fee to process the visa. Confirmation of flight reservation showing entrance into and exit of Brazil. So you need, before you even start the process of having the e-visa, you you would need to have already bought your plane ticket. Ooh, now that's a killer right there. That's a killer. To and from, okay? Um, I don't know if this is because of the passport bros, but as I said, all things change. This could be also because e-visas, uh, programs like this. But, um, you know, th- this because could be because of riffraff and cheap ninjas. It, I, I can't really say. I, I can't really say. I'm not really steeped into why they would do this. So you can't fill this out and finish it without your plane tickets not being bought. All right? So keep that in mind. That's a pretty big, di- a p- a pretty big thing. And here's the doozy, and this is where a lot of brothers are going to um, have issue with and going to have gripes with, okay? You need to show a printed bank statement Uh-oh. showing transactions for the last 30 days. What? So they want to see your transaction history for the last 30 days in your bank account. And they want to show you have at least $2,000 in your bank account. Ooh-wee! All right. Um, there you go right there. And somebody said Philippines, Thailand, they're going to do this as well. People are talking about because of bricks and stuff like this. So he can explain it better than I can. And again, there's the guys, the world is changing. You also had, you know, COVID was an example of this. You also have your own digital IDs. When you change your driver's license from driver's license to real ID, you know what I mean? Like, why, why are they doing these things? They don't just do it because they're like, you got to have your real ID to travel even uh, intercontinentally, right? Or even in the American uh, uh, cities and, and, and places like that. Now you passport. So now they're putting clamps in and protecting themselves in their own interest. So now you got to have $2,000. Damn, okay, that's going to be me. Let you get it through your <laughs> thick skull that I'm broke. Dead, flat, stony broke. Yeah. $3.85 in my purse. All right, so this is examples of things that are happening. The old thing of, oh, we could just go over there and hop over here. That's going to change. All right, unfortunately, that's going to change for a lot of people. All right, so now let's get to this video here, breaking down the video for this gentleman here, Zoom to Thailand. All right, Zoom to Thailand. He's another creator that's been around uh, for years in this space. I think he kind of went viral during COVID. Uh, being that he was, I think he was already over there. And uh, go check him out as well. I've already linked Skyler, but I can't link him. But he's easy to look up. Zoom to Thailand. All right, and so Zoom to Thailand just recently posted a video two days ago called Matrix Women Following Us to Paradise, But Why? Matrix Women Following Us to Paradise, But Why? Okay, so let me go ahead and play portions of his intro. He does a good job editing, too. Um, but let me play a portion of his videos here. Oh, there's music. Uh, he does have a lot, a lot of music in his background. All right. So you got to get used to that. Here we go. We're going to go back and forth all day. Well, I don't agree. Well, I don't agree. Well, I, we're not going to agree. And so we can't never get out of that stage. I'm going to tell you how we can. We don't have to agree on opinions, but we have to agree on the facts. The fact of it is we're disjointed in the worst way we've ever been. Since. And another fact is, is that we love black men. Like, I hate the idea that black women don't. That's why so many of us are single. That's why you have so many black women that are single because we don't want to date outside our race. 
We don't, not really. We will, if we have to. We want a good black man to show up and do right, whatever we consider right to be. How about whatever y'all consider right to be or what we consider right to be? Well, not cheat, be faithful. I mean, be loyal, faithful, like normal ass shit, not activating. Cooking, cleaning. Well, it depends. It depends. Oh, it depends. Oh, yeah. It depends on what? What do you mean it depends? It depends on everything. It depends on, um, I guess, whatever roles we decide. All right, and so I I think he's going to provide concepts. We're not going to watch the entire video, and I do have to pause for fair use purposes. If you do want to watch the video in completion, uninterrupted, please go ahead and go to Zoom to Thailand's video now, and you can watch it uninterrupted. I believe he's going to set it up. I believe this woman is in Thailand. I believe that woman is in Thailand. She's also married to the gentleman in the dreadlock sitting next to him to her right, and also this woman is mixed, or either one of these two women are mixed, black, and Thai. So she's already over in Thailand bringing this attitude to Thailand when these ninjas already escaped the Matrix. I may be mistaken, but let's play the video. Fair use. We want to have in our relationship because I don't believe in traditional gender roles. <laughs> I don't believe that just because I'm the woman, I got to sit in the house and cook and clean. If I work all day and you work all day, then we all need to clean this motherfucking house all day. Wow. Wow. Okay, man. Sorry. So... These men that go to Thailand or passport are trying to escape this. And here she is bringing this shit over there. Let's continue. Okay. Ain't no, you get to sit on your side all the time too. All right. So no, it depends on the situation. Every situation is different. We're not taking a lot of the shit we used to take before because the need for men is not as high because women are making their own money. Before you had to deal. Yeah. My mama had to take a whole lot of shit from her granddaddy. She didn't have no choice. There was. And this is her husband. This is her husband. And again, if you want to watch the whole video and uninterrupted, go to Zoom to Thailand. But I provide commentary for teaching and criticism. Look at the husband here. He worn out. Now, I don't know much about our marriage, but I can see from her already she would be too much energy for me. Way too combative. Way too much. I avoid women like this. I don't care what race they are. I don't care what race you are. I'm avoiding all of that shit. But look at the husband. Look at the body language. He's built. He's light-skinned. He looked like a, a, a Bob Marley. He got his dreadlocks. He's fit. And guess what he's got as a wife? That bullshit. See, this is this is what I'm talking about. I, I see relationships working. By the way, these marriages last longer than traditional marriages. But they're worse for longer. Like, college-educated women have a longer marriage than high school-educated people, but that doesn't mean the marriage lasts longer better. That means the marriage just lasted longer, all right? That's all it means, all right? They just put up with more shit longer. But there he is right there. His whole dreams, yep, he ain't got no hope. He's stuck. He can't get out of there. He can't drop her off. He can't make, make her disappear. He can't get a word in edgewise. He done. He done. No way to go. You couldn't buy no man. I mean, we literally had to have you guys, right? Times have changed. We don't have to have you guys anymore. It is a choice. And everybody needs to be supported one way or another. Okay, now you just made my point for me. And this is no disrespect towards you. What you just said is why we're leaving. All right, shout out to Richie Mack, the travel OG. All right, I think he's going to explain the video a little bit more to provide context and then so forth. Here we go. What up, Zoom tribe? 
As some of you already know, the landscape of Thailand has been changing. More and more Americans are leaving the matrix and dropping their suitcases in the land of smiles. Is that a good thing? Also, the influx of women, and especially African-American women, is becoming more and more prevalent. Fair use. Is that a good thing? All right, here we go. Let me say what's up to everybody. Yeah, Happy yeah. Thanksgiving. Same to you. What's up, man? How, How you doing, doing bro? And look at all these ninjas smiling over there. Them ninjas look happy, relaxed, all right? They ain't under trauma and uh, under pressure. How you doing? You good? Zoom to Thailand. I yes, see sir. you. Yes, sir. Happy Thanksgiving, brother. Happy Thanksgiving. Had to come see y'all. Y'all good? Yeah, yeah, we good. I just came by and said hi to everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Hello, ma'am. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Does it bother you? You got to pay me. Oh, oh, oh. Do you see this here? Pay me. This is an example of what I'm talking about. Wow. I was just wishing everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Now, to be fair to her, I don't know if she was kidding or not, but when she did that, I immediately felt like I was back in the Matrix while I'm in Thailand. Wow. Damn. So he met a what Mr. Palmer would call a, clu a Ku Klux Keisha. So he traveled with the camera. The black woman, you got to pay. Wow. Okay, let's continue. I don't want to feel like that out here. So you know what I said. Ooh, take her back to the Matrix. Today, I'm going to have a round table at the Zoom headquarters and speak to three women, two black and one Thai, as well as two men, which happen to be their husbands. The conversation got heated and intense in certain parts because we got down to the real ish. A few N-words started flying. Passion and emotion took over the room. I'm even going to chop this up into chapters so y'all can get to the parts of exactly what you okay. want. So make sure you hit the like and subscribe button because I'm warning you now, if you're easily offended or... <laughs> all right, damn, he give it. Okay, all right. Uh, subscribe to the brother. Try to support all businesses in Thailand, especially people that I like or have a rapport with. My man, KB who's also an entrepreneur out here, and his wife, Simone, met me at the restaurant, and this lovely lady was there at the time by herself. I did not know she was there with her husband, but what I noticed about her was that she was beautiful, with a nice shape, and the thought ran through my mind, the sisters get any play in time? You got some beautiful sisters out here. Beautiful time, ladies, boy. You start, you start mixing, mixing in. All right, so they were indeed, the black woman was indeed in Thailand is how it usually is in the matrix i asked kb to bring her over so i could talk to her and kb brought the whole crew it's not that we don't want to support it's even i encourage women ask the males that you know especially if they're married if you have males around you that they're married talk to them ask them what they think about your point of views ask them whatever questions because to your point and to richie's point unfortunately in the black community you have a lot of single parent households. And the issue is a lot of women are talking to other women about what a man is or what a man is supposed to do. Instead of talking All right. to a man- Let me saying, skip. It has to be my non-negotiable work, right? It is not one size fit all. Yes. And I feel like that's one of the biggest issues in our community. I feel like men, we do a better job at talking to our feet. Skipping ahead. First of all, I feel like you're kind of saying the same thing I said. You always have a conversation about expectations before you get into a relationship with somebody. Not only that, but you need to check in every six months because those things can also change. So it's not really a black or a white thing. And if I need some more support, because I know a number of black women who have been married. 
and still single parents in their household. All right, skipping ahead. He's got the edits down. Some women need support in other ways. And it's not just going to work, coming home, laying up, looking at TV and doing it all over again. Sometimes, some women are okay with that. And that's fine. If that is the life that you want to live, if that's your non-negotiable, and if you got to go to Thailand to find a girl that's going to do that, more power to you. But what's happening is now a lot of black women are just more willing to be single than deal with some shit that's on their non-negotiable list. Here's the lesson here. And I'm going to just cut. All right, and that's Dennis Sperling. We got a lot of brothers making appearance today. I'm going to skip ahead to the just the argumentative points of the video. Okay, here we go. Either that person is going to bring me peace or he can get the hell on. Now, I got to give her husband credit. He's a way better man than me. I couldn't have just sat there and let my wife talk like I wasn't even there and remain cool. Look at this, man. This, this, this right here says it all. Oh, man. Hey, man, I wouldn't go to Thailand for this shit. And I believe, I'm not sure if they, these two live in Thailand. Somebody said he's an entrepreneur. But she's a sapphire. She's a sapphire. And uh, the sapphire has been conditioned to be this, right? This is a stereotype that has been perpetuated in the media, in movies, in entertainment, TV shows, comedy sketches, documentaries, and drama. Tyler Perry. This woman is acting, and uh, she basically, I'm going to say she produces nothing more than just pain for this man, all right? And this man, is un- he's a hostage. Now, if this woman's now going over there and infecting, infesting the tight women who the men have left the matrix for, this is the problem. So this is where we're saying this, these people are stalking the passport bros, bringing their uh, decaying mindsets and their decaying relationships their impact men mindsets, their strong and independent bullshit and nonsense to innocent Thai women who don't want to, they don't want to put up with this shit. Nobody wants to deal with this. She's very combative. She's aggressive. She got her nostrils flaring, way too much attitude. Like men have left America for that and more power to them. Whether they want to trick over there, whether they want to go get a wife, whether they want to have fun, whether they just want to live in peace. That's why they left. They didn't leave for women to come over there and follow them with this bullshit, right? Uh, This is not what men should be attracted to or that they want. Here we go. Come and collect it like he did. He took it like a champ. Gentlemen, if you want to stay married to a matrix-minded woman, this is probably your best option. Let your woman talk her emotions out and let it go through one ear and out the other. Now, do I agree with that? Hell no. I don't know if you guys are paying attention or not. But if you watch the Thai woman, uh, she looks a bit bewildered. Look at yeah. So this is a good, this is good optics as well. This is great optics as well. So take a look at this snapshot. So I think both of these women, one black, half Thai, and the other one seems to be full Thai, but she looks um, like she has some black in her. Maybe it was me. But now look at the women's faces. Like they sitting there, like uh, what? Oh, the humanity. Now here's the thing. If you let these women go over there, they, they're following passport bros, if you will, metaphorically, and now they're going to change the women. Girl, don't put up with that shit and don't do as if these women are getting a bad deal when, in fact, this is they, they don't understand her yet. They, they will after a year or two of this shit, all right? But they don't have feminism over there. They need men. They don't have the government. They don't have daddy government supporting them into giving them the facade of strong and independent. You see this? So 
This is the optics here that people are recognizing. And of course, they're you're getting a bad deal and you're slaves to these niggas. This is what she's saying. And they don't understand it as much yet. I'm not sure if it's because she couldn't understand everything that was being said or if she was just trying to process. But this must have been like culture shock to her. <laughs> Women in Thailand don't usually think like this. The I don't need no man like my grandma did talking points. Most Thais think the opposite. They understand the importance of family and traditional structure. The younger ones, maybe not so much, but Thai women 30 and up seem to enjoy traditional roles. This is why I love Thailand. This is why men travel here and never want to leave. By the way, if you think this is just black men traveling, you're out of your mind. Do white men have been doing this in Thailand for a long time? I have a, a guy that I have a business relationship with here in, in, in Nevada, and he goes to Thailand three to four months out of the year. He travels there three to four a month, and he's white. And he does have, a, I think, a woman here, but she's, um, I don't think she's Thai, but she's definitely Asian. I think she might be uh, maybe Pina or something like that. So let's just put it in perspective. There have been, been white dudes doing this for a long time. There have been Europeans, African. There have been people doing this forever. It is just that the American black male has now discovered that this is an option for them. And they've been the ones kind of broadcasting it and sharing a well-known secret. This is a well-known secret. Uh, let me play maybe another minute of this and then get get on. I'm going to ask the lovely Thai lady some questions as well in a minute, but I didn't want to interrupt this person because she was on a roll. But there was something about this part of the conversation that really disturbed me. I got to thinking, we're in Thailand having the same exact conversation they're having in the Matrix. When you come out here, you're supposed to leave all that back at the airport. Facts, facts. Then I started thinking... Why are Matrix women flying all the way out to Thailand? Facts. Is it because they want to enjoy the same peace the men do? Fair use. Or is it to poison the minds of Thai women so they'll start thinking like Matrix-minded women out here and create division between the men and the women? Now, I'm wow. And listen, I'm going to put the link to this video so you can watch it in completion, and I believe he's going to put a part two up. But I found this interesting. I saw, saw Dr. Thunder also shared this video. And I hope other content creators share this video, whether you agree with passport bros or not, whether you believe they're passport pookies or passport tricks or ninjas looking to make slaves over there or whatnot. I'm saying that she's doing that intentionally. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I have to come off to the screen right there. Uh, whether you believe what, but you're seeing now the response. The response now is your, your slave master, your, your overseer. <laughs> All right, want to come over there. All right, and you and now you have them infecting, infesting the um, the the experience, the experience. Well, people say misery loves company. Now the experience has to be ruined because she wants to come over there, and we ain't gonna do. It's crazy, crazy. All right, um, let me see here. I know I got PayPal's to catch up on. Where are we at? Three hour and thirty eight. Let me do this. Let me do this right here. A 50-50 man. I'm going to share this video right here. I'm going to get into it because I want to share it before the weekend. Uh, Yada Awakening and Anton Daniels. Another fair use video from a t uh, YouTube channel called Hardly Initiated. I believe that there are two men, um, two black men that run the podcast, similar to styling of um, um, what was Hafiz's channel? Like it's a supposedly, a, it's a, I don't know much about it, but it's a balanced channel. They're not Red Bill or any of that. All right, so Anton Daniels is going to make an appearance on the show via Zoom or whatever, Skype. 
and they're interviewing Yada Awakening. I believe Anton Daniels, you guys know who he is. He's a YouTuber here. He has now uh, what we called um, guerrilla marketed his way to the podcast by super chatting and calling Yada Awakening a simp. All right, and I featured my first video on Yada Awakening this week. First time hearing of him as well. And all of these people, except for Anton. All right. They're talking about the 50-50 man, if you remember. Let's continue. My man Anton, I think he just came up in here. Uh-oh. So what we're going to do is I'm actually going to bring Anton Shout out to, to the, the stage. the influencers who taken part of this conversation, which I really love. Oh, praises, dude. That's a platform for you where it, just in the chat. Anton, welcome. Welcome to, the, welcome to the platform. What up? In the what shape, up What's going on? What up, Anton? What's happening? Anton. You got you, you calling us simps on the platform? Come on, man. That's not how we start the relationship. Go, yeah, he, he gotta try to hit us with a compliment sandwich. Come on now. I love y'all, y'all simps. Now, a, a lot a lot of the conversations that y'all have been having lately is based off of simp behavior. I think all right. So shout out to Anton Daniels. So yeah, these guys are like the roommates. They're more like the roommates than anyone else, and they'll get mass appeal. I think that you can have both. I think that you can both be incredibly masculine. But I don't like the idea how we trying to diminish the value of men when you're trying to compare them to or have a conversation based off of relationships. You can have both. You can have incredibly masculine men. But well, let's start here. First of all, I don't even understand the whole idea of 100-0, 50-50. None of that even makes sense. It's supposed to be 100-100, okay? You're supposed to be given 100% of everything that you have as a man and as a woman into a relationship. What is this 60, 40, 50, 50 men pay for 100% of it? Women have always worked. Now, they may have not always brought in resources specifically into a household, but a woman has always worked. And in a, in a society where you're talking about, we've advocated for equal, and then we're not including into the conversation and inherent risks that come along with, or all of the problems that come along with family court, when you're talking about women that advocate against family court, but then at the same time are advocating for a man to operate in a traditional role, which one do you want? Do you want to bring in resources? Because let's be very clear, unless a woman is having multiple children and she's, she's raising those children prior to those children becoming uh, students and, and going to school full time or she's homeschooling them, the majority of women that have children going to school full time and that are not working are not doing anything inside of their households. Let me let me skip ahead here just on this. Uh, he's making a point. Now, the Yada Awakening is the hotep. I believe, I, I don't know much about him, so I'm not going to say, but I think he sells courses on the internet or maybe he does appeal his message does appeal to women. Now, this is going to show why I don't debate because nobody's hearing each other. But let's go ahead and Anton made a good point. 100%, 100%. But Yada is saying pay 100% of everything and pour into the woman emotionally. And then she'll open up like a flower. Let's play it. All under the vision of a man. So to completely absolve them of the responsibility that comes along with what it takes in order to be a wife. See, we keep talking about what men are. Men are inherently leaders. And we're not talking about what it takes or what you're supposed to be vetting for, for for a wife, right? Because women are not even supposed to be dating. The problem in these conversations is that people don't even really understand what courting means. All right. Wow. I mean, I, that sounds like what I talk about. Uh, shout out to Anton Daniels. He's made an appearance on my show. I'm going to skip a couple points so we can get Yada respond. And uh, Yada is now uh, has the Cheshire smile. 
Um, this is a smile of what I call a, um, mm, I've seen similar smiles on people like um, Jim Jones. Um, it's a smile that insinuates, you know, it's a passive aggressive way to kind of welcome you and dismiss you at the same time. I've seen pulpit preachers and pastors use this smiling tactic and so forth as to smile and, and, and oh, you know, be humble and present humbleness when they're passive aggressively attacking you. Uh, but uh, uh, anyway, we're going to let him talk. Let's let him talk here. Uh, he hasn't heard a word Anton said, but we'll have him respond. Because you got some, you listen, you firing off the points, you firing off the points. But I'm very curious to hear what Yada has to say about the comments that you just made. Then I got some question for you, Anton. All I can say first is, man, all praises is due completely to the most high. Oh, here we go. It's just sad that when a man is. Oh, man. See, these are passive. Watch this, though. All right. All praise to the most high. Hide behind your sky, daddy. And then now, and then now, um, say it's just sad. All right. So he hasn't heard nothing. This is why I don't debate people. This is why I don't show up on people's show. All right. Let's continue. Yeah, he's a. it's kind of a con artist shit. Provider for a woman he loves and his children takes care of his home, removes her worries, and tells brothers, hey, I believe if you say you love a woman and she's your woman, you should provide for her. It's called simping. I don't even think these brothers know the definition of simping. I think they might need to Google it. Can we Google simping right let's, now? Let's take a look at it. We're going to take a look at it. Hold tight, Anton. Is there a definition for simping? It has to be. It has to be. And, I, and I'm going to be the, the reason. Oh, my God. So he's completely sidetracked the conversation, got us looking up definition. He had no response to what Anton was saying. Uh, he was condescending towards him. He in, he invoked this guy, Daddy Rights, all right, to hide behind God when in calling uh, 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 Anton a devil and then called him sad. All right, so here we go. Again, this is why I don't show up on people's shows. Yep, he just deflected and redirected. Let's continue. Researcher here. All right, yeah, so let's let's actually look at it right now. Oh, man. I'm we got to pull this up. My Philippine search engine coming up. We, help, help me out over here. Philippine. I think it says for simp definition. I, wow, this is Miriam Webster. To show excessive devotion to or longing for someone or something. Excessive devotion. With. Uh, Wikipedia got a simp is in this slang term describing someone who shows excessive sympathy and attention toward another person, typically someone who does not, someone who does not reciprocate the same feelings in pursuit Ooh. of a sexual fr- relation, sexual relationship. Now, see, right, I- and so that, listen, that's that's Merriam-Webster, all right. But the streets know simping as, and simping is a term that came from the pimp culture, all right. So, well, I don't care what Merriam-Webster says, all right. Simping is the opposite of pimping, essentially. But if you want to even give it an acronym, it's someone idolizing mediocre pussy. All right. That's where it comes from even further than that. So forget what Marion Webster says. That's what it is. Now, people have confused what simping is. I don't people think treating a woman good is simping. And I don't agree with that. Sometimes you reward good behavior and so forth and so on. Sometimes a woman should get 100 percent and you pouring in. There's very few women and few and far between that deserve that. But what what people do is give people uh people women this treatment up front or they give it to them with the idea that they got to uh make all kind of exceptions for the woman even though she's not returning anything back. So anyway, let's let's continue. Not that they got sidetracked with this shit. <laughs> I think oh, that oh, might oh, be oh, the key. Is that no 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 now ask the brothers again. They 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 using words and we going to keep we going to keep moving, but they're using words which they don't understand. 
Now mm -hmm. a brother can say he's been married for 20 years. I know brothers have been married for 50 years, but when I talk to their wives, they're highly, highly, highly broken, upset, and depressed. I'll, I'm not sure who this brother is. I've never uh, heard of him before. In my oh, life. my Lord Jesus. Somebody said pimping is also simping. I think so, too. Uh, I think a lot of things people call uh, strong male behavior is actually simping. But listen, I don't I'm not trying to. That's that's beneath me to even talk about. But I've also talked about pimping is egregious culture. So now we don't know who he is. So now. He don't know who he is. You see these passive aggressive shots? You see this shit? Condescending smile, not looking directly at him, looking back and forth. All right. Um, deflect, redirect, not acknowledging the brother, hide behind God. This ninja then went every. <laughs> and he has not addressed anything. And then he says, oh, well, he's married 20 years. I know people marry for 50 years. And most women are going to follow this guy. Let's continue, man. This guy is, is charlatan at best. Charlatan at best. Life, but he sounds bitter. He sounds like he's been brokenhearted. Maybe the bitter now. Bitter and brokenhearted. Wow. Man. See, this is why I don't show up in debate, man. I don't have time for this shit. First person he ever loved heard him, or he watched his father emotionally abuse his mother. And the reason. Sorry, if you want to watch the full clip, you see what I'm talking about. Now I got my father abusing emotionally my mother. Yeah. Well, I say that because if a woman's been married for as long as his mother has been married to her father, why would he, she get remarried? Something about that just doesn't add up. We repeat dysfunction. We say, I, my father's been married. I've been married. My brothers are married. That means nothing. I know a lot of dysfunctional married couples. The problem is these men don't got no money. And that's the real thing they should. Now, now he's broke. Now he's broke. Now he's broke. Wow, I mean, guys, this is all this is all attacking. This is all attack. And this guy was supposed to be, oh, and I'm smiling and I'm happy. And these guys that now he's broke. But he don't know who the guy is. All personal attacks, ad hominem, sign language, deflect reader, gaslighting, condescending, passive aggressive. This is what happened when I debated a feast. This is what happened when I debated the feast. This is why I stay over on my platform. This is this is crazy. This is nonsense. Right. Yeah. This is Hafiz. Hafiz. And that's you. Sheesh. Just say, I'm broke. I'm trying to get my bag up, and this is what it is. You can't come at a man that's wealthy. You can't come at wealthy man that went for the race but for the trophy. Now we got the trophy and we're dancing and we're saying, ha 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 ha. We got diamonds and gold on our trophy, and you're looking at yours and your trophy falling apart. Something ain't right with that, brother. See, <laughs> and these are ad hominem attacks because well, uh, Anton's uh, smarter than that. I guess I, I should have showed Anton's reaction to these. I didn't realize I was in here. Here we go. Using words which they don't understand. Now mm. a brother can say he's been married for 20 years. I know brothers have been married for 50 years. But when I talk to their wives, they're highly, highly, highly broken, upset, and depressed. I'll, I'm not sure who this brother is. I've never heard of him before in my life, but he sounds bitter. <laughs> he sounds like he's been brokenhearted. Maybe the first person he ever loved heard him. Or he watched his father emotionally abuse his mother. And the reason why I say that, because if a woman's been married, <laughs> 
for as wow. long as his mother has been married to her father, why would he she get remarried? Something about that just doesn't add up. We repeat dysfunction. We say, I my father's been married. I've been married. My brothers are married. That means nothing. I know a lot of dysfunctional married couples. The problem is these men don't got no money. And that's the real thing they should say. I'm broke. I'm trying to get my bag up. And this is what it is. You can't come at a man that's wealthy. You can't come at wealthy man that went for the race but for the trophy. Now we got the trophy and we're dancing and we're saying, ha, 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 ha. We got diamonds and gold on our trophy. And you're looking at yours and your trophy falling apart. Something ain't right with that, brother. See, and these is ad hominem attacks because instead of him speaking to it, see, the difference is that my, my mother was widowed. It was an unfortunate accident that ultimately met her demise. Oh, the guy that she wound up marrying was a guy that literally All right. uh, yeah. walked in because she was working for me. See, mm -hmm. I am wealthy. It's a difference, right? I, wait, I'm, wait, not and, under, I'm, I'm not. No, 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 no. no. Let, let and, me. and again, take, check out the body language. The body language. There it is right there. there where's, the, where's the Cheshire smile cat? You see this? This is all. He learned this from church reverends and pulpit uh, primps. Wanda marrying was a guy that literally uh, walked in because she was working for me. See, mm -hmm. I am wealthy. It's a difference, right? I, wait, I'm wait, not wait. under. I'm See this right here. Um, yeah, man, I think that guy's a charlatan. And Anton Daniels, from all we hear, he's wealthy. I have no idea. Ninjas, y'all be investigating everybody. Every time I look up, y'all be investigating people's records and shit, trying to prove that they ain't what they are. Who cares? People profess him to be a millionaire. Some people profess him to not be one. Uh, I know he's married. He's been on my show. The other guy is a charlatan, all right? And he's one sub syllabic, all right? He's not even multi-syllabic with his. He's very unoriginal. And somebody said, never trust a ninja with a Burberry scarf. I agree. All right, this is basically a pulpit preacher here. And the sad part is, this is supposed to be a good conversation, but they're just filled with passive-aggressive attacks. The guy hides behind, I love you, brother. I love you. We are brothers. Anybody that says brothers is a con artist. Hey, brother, and my brother, and come on, man, that's a people, and my brother. These are con artists. I always stay away from them. Stay away from them, right? Because especially when you introduce me, hey, brother, hey, man, look at me, man. I got a black-owned business. I'm the only black-owned business in this mall. Support a brother. Man, fuck you. <laughs> All right, here you go. I, if you lead with that, I'm not going to support you on purpose. All right, so that's kind of how I work. If you if you try to use that to sway me or to persuade me to support you, and you're going to use the fact that you were supposed to be brothers together, we're not brothers. I'm going to show you, and I'm going to tell you, fuck you, soon as you, soon as you use that. All right, I'll tell you to kiss my ass too. All right, so you, you see people use these things to coerce you or to make you guilty to support them. All right, I'm not going to support you if you ever use that. Uh, but um, anyway, I wish I could share more of this, but we're going to the fourth hour, and I want to um, not continue. Uh, but uh, I wish I could share more of that one, but you can watch the video on the podcast, um, Hardly Initiated, and, um, and see that when, the problem is they're having this conversation about these things, and just to be fair, both of them used anecdotal evidence. And I want to show you, I, I try not to use... Um, anecdotal evidence as a means to support my argument. This is why I have all these slides and charts and articles. I try not to say, hey, this happened to me, so this is how you should do it. I try not to use it. I try to use a big group or speak generally and say, hey, this is what people are experiencing generally. And therefore, this is the current position. Not just me. And I'm married and I was divorced and I got kids and don't got kids. 
I don't try to use my experience. And both of them were leaning on anecdotal evidence. Anton more so was trying to get to the point. The other guy was clearly trying to deflect. The dude was very much trying to fill a void where he's pandering, seems to be pandering to women and trying to fill a void of putting down men for the purposes of capitalizing on women. Anton is married, but you will see that he's trying to be in a more traditional marriage. And he think that he thinks that that's the way to go about it in a commonplace society here. Instead of saying specifically, you men pour into women without acknowledging the risk to men. Don't acknowledge the risk to men. Anton tried to acknowledge it. Divorce culture, pour in, bait and switch, the things that I say over here. Okay. The other guy, he's dismissing it. Well, a real man wouldn't see. This is the problem with these debates, man. It's sad. It's sad. And even Anton tried to say it's 100%, 100%. The woman should, the woman should always work. But anyway, e- either way, free agent lifestyle for life. Get your passports. I'm going to do the PayPals and all of these things and uh, Super Chats. And what you're going to do is you're going to get ready for the weekend out here. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, And nigga? if you're done watching this point of the show, we're going to do the PayPals and extend it out. Um hit the like button on the way out. I appreciate you. If it's your first time here, subscribe to the channel. All right, here we go right here. Ready for the weekend. We have, uh, I got quite a few, so bear with me and I'm going to kind of go back and forth. Hi, hit that like button. Hit that like button. Somebody said, Montreal says it's all good, man. He says, uh, make your mistakes. Many people hate you for telling the truth. We support your truth out here. Shout out to you. And if you found what I, um, said today, uh, to be false. Please let me know in the comment section. Now, if I make a mistake, if I can't have time to present the entire picture, I'm fully aware of those things. These things happen. Like I might leave a detail out. I might leave a historical detail out. That would be a mistake. And it wasn't a mistake to mislead you. That's just that I didn't have enough time to fully explain it. If uh, you're a person that finds that mistake and try to make my entire marriage, uh, my, my entire message an error, because I made a mistake or I didn't have time to explain the detail where you're a piece of shit. That's what you are. You're disingenuous. That's understandable. That's not me having enough time. Not you listening. If, if I made a mistake that you didn't hear it because you were distracted by something else while trying to listen to me and then you call out the mistake, you're a piece of shit. Now, if I made a false representation of an argument, then please, you're welcome to comment. If I told a lie, you're welcome to comment, and then we can talk about it. But to capitalize on a mistake or an error or leaving out a detail, you're a loser, piece of shit, hating-ass internet motherfucker. That's what you are, and that's what you're going to be, and that's how you're going to be treated. All right, so understand the difference between the two. All right, anyway. (laughs) All right, uh, but anyway, I say that in love. And then the spirit and behind the, the guise of the most high and with the smile on my face, I say that with love. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Damn, All right. Anyway, shout out to pro man. Splendor says white folks get into competition to see who can be first at the landfill recycling center on Saturday morning. Also revisiting women's lying. He says falsus and unas is falsus and omnibus. You a hundred percent right. All right, you're 100% right. All right, yeah, man, because people do fill up my comment section. They'll go on long diatribes of a detail that I missed out. 
And I'm like, I didn't have time to explain all that. You know what I mean? People crazy. Shout out to our brother here. JC says her husband up there looking like no woman, no cry. Kayla says there's a married couple in the UK that decided to post their sex life on OnlyFans and Prawn Hub when COVID hit for financial gain. They've gotten backlash for it, but people love to pay to see sex. Indeed. All right. Indeed. All right. And it's hard. Not a lot of people can get sex. Uh, anyway, shout out to Jungle Strut says coach just predicted where the next baby boom is going to happen in the developing world. Shout out to the coach notorious in the developing world. All right, it's gonna. It's not gonna happen here. Bob says Brazil is going to host the NFL in 2024, and it's also gonna bring NFL people over to smash some of those girls. All right, um, shout out to uh, Paul J. Happy Friday, CGA. Well, it's too late. <laughs> All right, he says I tried to super chat you on YouTube, but it wouldn't let me. New movie called Leave the World Behind dropped on Netflix recently. I'm gonna watch it this weekend. Produced by Barack Obama and plot. It is about dissension and chaos befalling the U.S. I think it's predictive programming. Think you should check it out. Take me out with the. Yes, indeed. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend? Nigga? All right. Uh, I will check it out because I heard about it. Brown 310 says Raider Nation for life as long as as, as well as the free agent lifestyle. Thanks for being patient. Ninja Snuggle says Sir Mix-A-Lot said this. A lot of us, a lot of simps won't like this song. And he says, because them punks like to hit it and quit it. And I'd rather stay in play. So according to Sir Mix-A-Lot, Pump and Dumping is simping. Wow. That's a good pickup. Uh, Pump and Dumping is not healthy either, but I understand. That's interesting. And he said, never mind. Kevin W. says, you may have mentioned this, but men are also using online platforms to learn new skills. Why pay $200,000 for a degree when you can buy a course for 50 bucks and 50 bucks, 500 bucks, a thousand bucks. People are using YouTube to learn new skills for free. A lot of my social media and you, you uh, Photoshop and editing has been because of free YouTube or courses. I've even paid for courses for thumbnails. All right. So yes, people can get by without having to pay $200,000 of inflated costs for bad education, much of it re-education or indoctrination. All right, shout out to Carter says, the irony of this hotep ninja is that he sells a health product called Apple of Eve. Women are definitely biting the apple and de-evolving. Dr. Sebi isn't here for Yada to steal from, so he's grifting. All right, shout out to him. And I didn't know that, but it sounds like he's, he's pointing to the consumer, which is the woman. Jacob says feminism sure did free men and free agent is the way to go as long as you don't mind being shamed by uh, colleagues, normies, and family members. It does get tiring at times dealing with the same old questions. Uh, Tell me about it. I mean, I deal with the same old questions. I mean, even though I'll present this show, and I don't know if people find me for the first time or they watch me for two or five years, they will still, after explaining myself, the entire show, three hours in, the ninja will come back to the basic conversation. Now, please, I know it's the internet. You may be trying to distract me or you may be trying to debate me. I don't know what you're trying to do. You're trying to prove a point. What you're trying to do is not acknowledge what I'm saying. Well, I still want a connection with a woman. I mean, you can still have a connection, but I don't know what you're trying to do, but it's, 
exhausting to me. By the way, there is a long-ass PayPal. And it's a co-sponsorship. Okay, of course. All right. He says, um, uh, somebody said, I heard the saying yesterday on the show, uh, Prophet in Islam, that most of its inhabitants of hell will be women. His explanation is that because they are ungrateful and don't show gratitude to their husbands. If they ask about their husband, they will say they haven't seen any good from him. I believe Islam solves a lot of societal ills we are witnessing today and the problem men face in marriage. A problem in our country is that the system empowers all women to be the spirit of Jezebel, and we are finding out we are not immune. Have a good weekend, by the way. FYI, and I got it right here. Okay, all right. He's giving me some things to study as well. I appreciate that. But yes, we're learning that. We're learning that. And a lot of guys have tried to placate and please women. I'm telling you, and even the prophet has told you, women are incapable of being pleased. I've held this position even in my marriage. And this is an instruction I gave to then my spouse. I've given this a lot of instruction. I've actually been around. They're incapable of being pleased, which hence you must understand that pouring into them is a bad strategy. Now, if you love a woman, that's different. But even then, do not pour into them believing that you're going to um, reach a sense of what we call uh, content. There is no content. There is no satisfaction. There is no state of happiness, but they will pursue it and chase it. And if you pour into them to be able to keep them in this state, you're wasting your time. They are not to be pleased, but guys don't understand this. That's my argument for it, and that's my stance, and that has provided me with a lot of success. They're not going to be content or satisfied any day of the week. In fact, if they were satisfied that night, by the time the morning woke up, she woke up in the morning, she back and reset. That shit is over. It's old hat, okay? They have to find the happiness and the content in themselves. They got to find the satisfaction in their own lives. What you will find is, Women that don't have these abilities to find satisfaction with the men in their life can't even find it in their own life. You take, you take, um, you take what you can have and find your own happiness and satisfaction because it will never be through a woman. It will never be through a woman. Never. Never. You're going to be a utility. You're just going to move the goalposts. Now, this doesn't mean you can't have a good marriage. You can't have any of this. But if you think pouring into a woman is going to end all be all, Ninja, you're going to have another thing coming. I ain't never met a satisfied woman in my life. I ain't never met one. I mean, not even just in my dating life. I ain't even met a one on earth. Ninja, wait. Mm. On earth. I'm not happy. It's, it's impossible. <laughs> so telling men to pour into women and then pay all the bills, and then as a result, she's going to do X, Y, and Z. Is a that ain't even gonna happen. That don't exist. <laughs> that don't exist at all. You're just gonna keep pouring and pouring and pouring, and then you're gonna realize there's a hole at the bottom. He said that's idolatry. Facts. No, 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 no. Hell no. What I find best works for women is put their ass to work. And then if they don't want to work, fire their ass. That's what works. And then when you fire their ass, they still going to be miserable as it, it don't matter. <laughs> it's, oh, you don't want to do it? You fire and keep it moving. <laughs> anyway, shit. All right, anyway. And if, if you find you a woman, 
keep her, trap her, hold her, and put her in a cage so we can put her in a zoo or on display so we can all walk past it and admire it. All right? We can all walk past. Look, the satisfied woman, the content woman. All right, let's see it. Let's see it. Put her on exhibition and send her ass from museum to museum so we can come see it. (laughs) All right, I love women, by the way. Jonathan. Hey, coach, didn't Amanda Seal accuse Myron Roll, the former NFL player turned doctor, of harassment? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. But again, this is an example of a person who uh, cannot be pleased. She's a bitter woman. Indeed. Shout out to John Doe. I hate when good, great, I hate when great content creators like you and Anton debate. The message that Anton gives is strong enough to stand on its own. F these simps trying to keep brothers on the plantation. I agree. And there's some content creators I wish, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's in their spirit. I wish they would not debate at all. Like their content is strong enough to exist without the debate. All right. I don't want to say their names. It's a conversation I would have with them in private. But your message alone is strong enough. And I be seeing people to be be debating people and uh, they be getting mad at nobodies. I'm like, you went to their platform to talk? Ain't ever going to happen with me. All right. I don't see any necessity. And if people think, if you ever think I'm scared or I'm going to lose. Okay. First of all, I've already debated several people in my five years here, just a handful. And I probably folded their ass up like a lawn chair. All right. So I ain't lost any. But what you're not going to do is try to make a fool out of me. (laughs) Right. So you're not going to come out here and deflect, redirect, call names, shaming language. We're not going to do that. We're going to keep it to the points. And I'm going to also require a moderator. So I'm going to require somebody to cut this bullshit off. And if they fail at moderation, then the conversation's over. All right. But I'm not going to let you attack or go on the attack or try to make a name out of yourself. So that these are my rules. And you also are going to pay me. You're also going to pay me to show up. So it is what it is. <laughs> All right. All right. Anyway. All right. Shout out to our brother here. Matthew N says, thank you for your message, coach. It is needed. The moment of truth and past the point of no return is real. He says, good thing we have real G's like you to tell it how it is. Salute. Shout out to you, co-sponsorship, man. We almost done. Shout out to you. Yeah. Yeah. They just want to ambush people and not tell me who going to be at the debate and invite me on the show. Hey, homie, come on. And then I come on and then it's a debate and I'm like, what are we doing? Or, or, or only fans, bitches trying to make a name off of me, you know, bitches with, you know, uh, 60,000 Instagram followers trying to go viral. You ain't, you ain't about to do that on me. You ain't about to do that on me. I know how y'all ninjas work. There was a guy that made a video on me. Um, and he thought I was going to respond. He made one, then made a second one. No response. Then made a third. No response. He ain't made another one since then. He realized I wasn't going to go for that. Now, the funny thing was, he ended up he ended up talking about another group of people that are somewhat associated with this fear. And those guys fell for the bait. They fell for the bait. It was uh, BGS Itmore and his group. So then, that guy then left me and attacked another group. Attacked, if you will. And then they invited him on for a debate and he turned it into a clown show. And I was like, exactly. Mm. And then that was like, I was disappointed in the brother and I thought he would be a little more respectful. I was like, he was a clown. He tried to bait you. You fell right for the bait. 
He was there to try to clown. He was there to go viral. He was there to call names. He wasn't there. He wasn't there to, to see it your way. He wasn't there for a good conversation. He was there to clown. And I knew that. And that's why I did not respond. And I don't have to respond for anyone that makes a video. You don't lose because you don't respond. You actually win when you don't respond. Okay. So, you know, I don't fall for shit like this. But a lot of guys do. And a lot of guys that I respect do. And I'm like, they're wasting your time and your energy. They're getting you riled up. And they're not in it for good faith. They're arguing for bad faith. I protect myself against that energy. Now, you show good faith by putting your money where your mouth is. You show good faith by putting your money where your mouth is. You want me to show up to the spot, ninja, drop the bag, and we can talk if it's that important to you. Other than that, go ahead and pay your rent with the video that you made about me, and that be the end of it. Your rent, you, you're not going to pay next month's rent, though. You better find somebody else. Next month rent, you ain't going to make, all right, because you, you ain't going to be able to make another video by me responding to you. But YouTubers are like that. They got to find a way because they're bored. They can't come up with conversation. They, you know, weak people talk about other people. I try to talk about concepts and understanding things. I don't talk directly about people, all right? But uh, you can tell the sense of intelligence by a person who don't have shit to talk about, so they talk about other people. It is what it is. Uh, 50K for the beef. 50K for the beef. Put your money where your mouth is, or else I have other shit to talk about. Shout out to uh, our brother here. We're going to call you T. Luke. T-Bolt Luke, shout out to you. Undark says, my great-grandfather has seven wives. He put them to work taking care of the kids, meals, and working the farm back at the Ivory Coast. He was the patriarch. That was the traditional life. That was the traditional life. Shout out to Dickie Fatsack says, a little token of appreciation. Cheers, coach. And one more thing about the patriarch. And I'm a patriarch. I'm, I'm, I'm for the patriarchy. Here's the thing. The reason why the patriarchy benefits is the same reason why entrepreneur female versus entrepreneurial male benefit. I want you to listen. If a woman becomes an entrepreneur entrepreneur or a business owner, she inherently will employ just a few people, if not, if any. A female boss bitch, boss babe, will most definitely employ less people, meaning that she might employ up to two people, and that will be part-time or some internship. She's self-serving in her entrepreneurship, even to the point that if she finds a mate, she don't even want to bring that mate into the business or the fold. She will find a mate that has more or better and then not even use her money, save her money, and spend the other guy's money. That is why a matriarchal, a gynocentric structure doesn't work. It's self-serving. Now, let me show you a man. A male entrepreneur will open a business, employ 10, and then make money, pour it back into the business, and employ 50. And then in due time, will employ 500. And then in due time, will make a sky-rise building and fill three floors of it up. You see? When a man seeks out to do something, it's self-serving, but it puts him in a better position, but then he will reward other people. Other people will eat off of him, and then he'll marry a goddamn hostess from Hooters and change her goddamn life. So everybody eat. Everybody eats. That's why the patriarchy works. The patriarchy creates this so everybody can eat. A matriarch or a gynocentric culture eats 
Everybody got to eat. Everybody's this uh, 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 dog eat dog. She eats and watches everybody else struggle. Then her business falls inflamed up because she don't keep, she burns out. She don't keep putting in and in. She makes bad decisions. Yahoo CEO, the uh, CEO of that woman, that woman that went to jail. Uh, it, it, that everybody's struggling. <laughs> you see, that's why the patriarchy works. The, the commu- patriarchy supports the community so that everybody can eat. Now, everybody, sometimes the people at the top win, but everybody eats. Yep, she, she opens up a salon, but she late to open the door. Now, everybody can't get their hair done and, and make their appointments. Anyway, that's why I make, yeah, Theranos. That's why, I'm, that's why the patriarchy works. Yeah, it's fucked up for people. You know what I mean? Like some people don't win. Some people don't, uh, uh, some people can't get up the ladder, but at least everybody eating. Everybody eats. The kids eat. The families eat. The women eat. Everybody eats. So <laughs> I'm telling you. Um, but so no, there's no perfect system. Shout out to the Jimmy ZTT. Happy non-denominational. Not happy non-denomination holidays to CGA's HR department. Ladies and private investigators, what's good for the weekend? Shout out to the coach gang. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Indeed. Uh, let me see here. Let me see if I got, I got like three more. Shout out to Jay Hooper. He says, never take a sandwich to a buffet. Leave the BW black asses at home. He says, I'm going on the business trip. Wink, wink. And you can't come. 100%. 100%. Uh, Loud Pockets says, and by the way, never mind. I'm going to keep it moving. Loud Pockets says, Coachy, I sent the chat last night. I forgot you were off. I'm a day behind. Shout out to you. Thank you, brother. Um, And I don't know where you sent it. We got our brother here, Roderick. Last damn, brother. Sponsorship. He says, third passport. I've been listening since 2021. Passport bros got a great shout-out for me. Shout-out to y'all brothers. All right, Jones G says, experience is key. Listen to CGA, young brothers, 100%. Shout-out to your boy, Scooped. Keep dropping gems. And I think I got them all. And ladies, tonight, your instructions today is get it all. All right, men, your instructions today, wear your condoms. Also, also. Also, have your bail money, live free, make good decisions, check on the junior college, protect you. Uh, Wellesley, we got two more. Wellesley says, shout out to the one and only CGA. I learned a lot. Well-needed message for men. Keep saving lives, coach. And Hex Euripity says, shout out to coach and the Hooters. We out here eating. Shout out to everybody eating at Hooters. And also, one more benefit of the patriarchy is it pushes down simps. The patriarchy quells simps. It keeps men on code. The minute the patriarchy was unraveled, you have fractured men. Fractured men have unhealthy competition for women. It produces more unhealthy women. It produces more evil women. It actually manifests so the healthy women get rewarded and the good women find no value to be good. They become evil like the women getting rewarded. So, in fact, the patriarchy keeps simping at bay. Anti-patriarchy, feminism, gynocentrism, matriarchy actually perpetuates uh, simping and it creates a situation where women say I'm in the catch 22 I want to be a good woman and get married but ain't nobody getting married they out here simping so I'm gonna go 
take advantages of the simps. So anyway, the patriarchy put simps out of business. Anyway, people ain't worthy for this shit, man. We gonna have to have a whole conversation about the patriarchy. And because people are taking the patriarchy way too far. Did I get him? I did get him. And get it all, ladies. Get your bail money out. Hit the like button on the way out. Enjoy your weekend. Members chat Sunday morning. Sunday morning, locals. Coach Greg Adams at locals.com. Patreon, money mindset, Sunday evening. Patreon.com. Patreon.com backslash Coach Greg Adams. And we out.